0: Today is Wednesday, it's January 6th. Good morning, Kathy.
2: Good morning. In the news this morning, Democrat Raphael Warnock won one of Georgia's two Senate runoffs Wednesday, becoming the first black senator in state's history and putting the Senate majority within the Democrats' reach, ABC News Projects. A pastor who spent the past 15 years leading the Atlanta church where Martin Luther King Jr. preached, Warnock defeated Republican incumbent Kelly Loeffler. It was a stinging rebuke of ongoing President Donald Trump uh, who made one of his final trips to the office to Georgia to rally his a local base behind Lawler uh, and the Republican running for the other seat, David Perdue. The focus now shifts to the second race between Perdue and Democrat jo- uh, John Ossoff. The contest was too early to call as voters were still being counted. If Os- Ossoff wins, Democrats will have uh, complete control of Congress, strengthening President-elect Joe Biden's standings as he prepares to take office on January 20th. Sorry, I'm having some computer issues this morning. Everyone is. A southern New Jersey couple has been charged in the death of a 72-year-old pizza delivery man who was struck and killed more than a year ago, the Burlington County Prosecutor's Office said Tuesday. Ronald Zakowski was killed on the evening of December 27th in 2019 as he crossed Lakehurst Road in the Browns Mills section of Pemberton Township. On Tuesday, the Burlington County Prosecutor announced charges against 35-year-old Tanya Brown and her husband, 44-year-old Victor Brown of Pemberton. Prosecutors allege that Tanya Brown was driving... A Nissan Pathfinder and her husband uh, with her husband when she struck Zakowski, and the couple then drove away without stopping and covered the vehicle with a tarp. Investigators, yeah, this is a, it's a terrible story. Investigators eventually matched paint chips from Zakowski's clothing to the paint on the Pathfinder, prosecutors said. Tanya Brown is charged with second degree leaving the scene of a fatal accident. And third degree, endangering an injured victim and causing a de- uh, causing death while driving without a license. She and her husband were also charged with hindering uh, and evidence tampering. Both defendants were taken into custody last week and are scheduled for detention hearings on Wednesday. Zakowski was a delivery driver for uh, Ricardo's Pizza in Brown Mills. He was making a delivery on foot to an apartment complex across the street from the shop when he was hit. Authorities say that he was also struck by a second driver who was not able to swerve out of the way. That second driver did remain on the scene. The United States his postal service delays are still causing headaches for people over the holidays. It took extremely long for mail to be delivered, if it was even delivered at all. People across the country have stories of disappearing deliveries. Many packages, holiday cards, and other mail were received well after the projected date.
3: Kathy, I just received my own birth announcement in the mail. Oh, hey, yeah, and I was, uh, I was. Thank you, thank you.
2: <laughs> I'm still waiting for a package.
3: Are you? Yeah, yeah the there's Christmas a couple. Present.
2: They, really, the, yeah.
3: the bulk of them arrived, and, and some actually arrived earlier, but there's still a couple out there lingering. Yeah, yeah. I
4: was talking actually to somebody yesterday who, um, at his shop, the lady could have walked there and picked it up. <laughs> it's still not at her
2: house. Case, mine is sitting in Philadelphia, it was shipped from a place in Philadelphia. It's still sitting in Philadelphia. Yeah. Yeah. Somewhere in the UPS
3: <laughs> truck is a small box that contains a, a thing of cologne that's traveling around the city. <laughs>
2: uh, so the USPS stopped offering tracking updates and many items mm. were left sitting at different facilities. It's all due to a postal backlog that could be due to several issues, including COVID-19, an overwhelming number of holiday orders and budget cuts. But now billing statements and payments are not arriving on time. So that's the new problem. Well, for the everyone. bills are
3: fine. You can hold on to those. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
2: Yeah. Pico, uh, PICO actually sent out an email to its customers warning them that the postal delays could cause their billing statements to arrive late. The company says it won't charge late fees for payments delayed by the mail pico encourages customers to pay online that's i actually did that yesterday because i realized i hadn't gotten any of my bills and i usually you know pay them at the beginning of the month so i went on and i just i paid online because i'm like i'm not waiting for them to arrive in the mail and then them be late and you know get the late fee and all that
3: my wife my wife is dogmatically um analog when it comes to she wants a physical bill delivered to the house yeah she's there's one or two things she might do online but she wants that physical backup. She is in, you know, she's, that's her thing. I get it. Yeah, she wants, she'll go online and use the website to check things and so on and so forth. But she wants that that's, physical I, representation. But that's
2: like me because I get, I, I get so many emails that yeah. sometimes I miss the, you know, like, because you'll get, exactly. if you have, like, whatever it is, I don't know, a Chase credit card, you know, you'll get all these emails from Chase and then, you know, and you're you're deleting them. Some of them you don't want to read, but, like, one of them could be your exactly. your bill, your yeah. statement. Yeah. I've
5: shifted to auto pay for a lot of bills to, for for that reason. Kevin. Well, because, you also save, too. Like, for uh, some reason. With you, auto pay? Yeah.
2: Yeah, but I can't auto pay because my bills aren't the same every month.
5: Yeah, you can. Yeah, I mean, I, I do it with Pico, and it's uh, it, my bill changes with Pico every month. So how
2: do you? Oh, it just automatically pays. The Comes
5: right out of my checking account every month, oh. and you just set it up. See, that I rate.
2: always thought auto pay was like you had to put the amount in. No, no, no. no.
5: no. no. It, it really. And listen, uh, Steve, I do, I do a similar version of what your wife does. I, I check. Online, I checked I, I don't. I'm, I'm pretty dogmatic about it as well, just with the the digital copy, not the paper copy. But right. the auto pay really helps eliminate some of that confusion, Kath, because I would run into the same issues. Yeah. yeah,
4: our cell phone bill is cheaper because of auto pay. That's PayPal great. Paperless auto pay. Yeah,
5: and because you don't pay it.
4: That <laughs> yeah. Well I mean that helps. I mean I'm saving
3: a few hundred bucks a month, I'm, Steve. I'm saving two hundred dollars a month because I don't pay, pay my, my bills. bills. Yeah. <laughs> my friend Brian when he got his credit. Let me show you my secret. My friend Brian would get his credit card bill in college and just throw it in the trash. And I'm like, Well, you got no no bills this month. That's great. <laughs> I knew there was a kid in college and he got he was one of the first kids, well, a kid. At that point, you're pretty much an adult, but <laughs> he got his credit cards. And, man, he accrued credit card debt like nobody's business. I mean, not college loans, just, hey, someone's paying for this. Right, yeah. right. Uh, we
2: had to tell my mom one time, we were like, the bills aren't optional. You have to
3: pay them. <laughs> right? They have
2: to get paid. Here's a
3: suggestion. <laughs> pay this. And we'll let you keep your card.
2: So the United States Postal Service offers no timeline for when the backlog may be cleared. It's discouraging news for people who wonder if their deliveries, bills, medication, whatever it is, will arrive on time or ever. In sports this morning. Seven games into the NBA season, the Sixers have the best record in the league at six and one. They've won four in a row and will take on the Washington Wizards tonight at home. The Wizards have struggled and are two and five and near the bottom of the standings in the Eastern Conference. Conference. Tip off is set for seven o'clock. Cleveland Browns head coach Kevin Stefanski, two members of the coaching staff, and two players tested positive for COVID 19 and will not be in attendance for the AFC wildcard game against the Pittsburgh Steelers on Sunday night. The Browns. Uh, special teams coordinator Mike Pryper will serve as the acting head coach. According to NFL rules, anyone testing positive must sit out for at least 10 days. Yesterday, the Browns shut down the practice facility for the fifth time in 10 days. The National Hockey League sold naming rights to its four divisions for the first time in its hist- history. The league announced that its teams will play in the Scotia NHL North Division, Honda NHL West Division, Discover NHL Central Division, and the Mass Mutual NHL East Division during the upcoming season. Which which runs 56 games and begins on January 13th. Because of the pandemic, the NHL faced massive revenue shortfalls. The league is relying on ticket sales as its major revenue driver, but teams played the entire 2020 postseason without fans and will open the regular season to either empty buildings or in arenas with very limited capacity.
3: Kathy, everyone's keeping an eye on the Godsholes division. <laughs> yeah.
2: That's what I have for you this morning.
0: All right, thank you so much, Kathy. <laughs> and welcome to Wednesday morning, dear friend. We have a lot of stuff that's going on today Today, we have a number of guests who are going to be joining the program, uh, and it's pretty wild. We're going to have Terrell Owens yes. on the show, known as T.O. Yeah. In years here in Philadelphia. Yeah, it was fun having him
3: here. Yeah, I like having had, him here, man. You
0: have somebody who creates stories and news and incidents.
3: Remember, he used
2: to work out on his front lawn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the press would come by and,
0: and get a video of him, and he slept in a hyperbaric tube, yeah. and he did all kinds of things, so... <laughs> Uh, we'll talk to him later on this morning because he actually has a wine uh, that is his. It's called 81, uh, which is, that was his number, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. So that's perfect. Uh, so I'm a
3: fan of uh, of uh, Joe Namath uh, Pinot Pino Noir. So yeah. Pinot Noir, <laughs>
0: the, the Namath <laughs> Noir. Uh, so Tio's going to be on this morning. Uh, Bobby Moynihan. Uh, from uh, Saturday night. Live fame is going to be on a series called Mr. Mayor, which is premiering tomorrow night on NBC 10. So we'll talk to him. And then right after that, we're having one of the goats of uh, Jeopardy, Brad Rutter, who's going to be joining us. He's doing a remake of the UK quiz show... Uh, called the Chase, so he is the uh, in in game highest winner um,
3: of Jeopardy. I think besides maybe second in all time game show winners. So
0: monetarily, monetarily or, okay. over
3: five million in game oh. Jeopardy. Wow, winners. So So uh, yeah, and this this show pairs him with uh, Ken Jennings and James Holzhauer
0: too. Yeah, though. so we'll have to talk to him about that, and obviously about Alex Trebek. The a yep. kind of week of Alex's shows are airing. So and he's uh, from Lancaster. Oh, he yeah. yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, big yeah. Uh, Eagles fan. No kidding. Yeah. Excellent. All right, so we'll talk to uh, Brad later on this morning. Uh, we also have a big announcement uh, concerning something that might be very valuable to you. It is a uh, an MMR promotion, and we'll get to that around Bizarre File Time. So we'll do that mm, close to 8 o'clock. So get yourself set for that. We'll uh, roll out all of that, including uh, some entertainment stories. When we get back, we'll come back with that and a stupid question with some giveaways. Make sure you stay with us. We will be back
6: momentarily. Stream Double anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there.
5: Shop, Play, Win Monopoly starts March 3rd at Acme. Get
7: ahead of the game and download the app before March 3rd and earn five bonus tickets, ten
3: tokens added to your Shop, Play, Win account, and entry to win a $25 grocery gift card. Every ticket wins a prize, money saving offers, or tokens for sweepstakes. Download the Shop Play Win app to play today. No purchase necessary. See rules at ShopPlayWin.com. Hasbro is not a sponsor of this promotion.
6: Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
0: So we're going to give away a Blu-ray combo pack of uh, Love and Monsters for the correct answer to the Good stupid movie. question. I want to say that I've asked this one before. Uh, the movie Princess Diaries was yes. produced by what big music star? I want to say oh, I don't me. remember you asking it, so it's it's brand new. All right, 215 263 WMMR. The movie The Princess Diaries was produced by what big music star? See, if you know the answer, give us a call 215 263 WMMR. Going to go through some birthdays while we're waiting for your answer. Today is the sixth day of January. It is Howie Long's birthday oh.
3: today. Hey, Jeff! We call Casey's friend, well, you call him Howie Long because he one time in an offhanded comment remarked, that he thought Howie Long was a good-looking guy, right? Yeah. And as um, your friends are supposed to do, they never let they you forget. Never let it go.
6: Like, what are you talking? About?
3: <laughs> yeah,
4: sure, he's handsome, but <laughs> dude, what?
3: Then just marry
4: him. <laughs> does he hear
0: these references on the air?
4: Well, probably not at six thirty in the morning, but he does. And then um, there's a, there's a great picture of Howie Long and in the locker room after yeah. a black game, black and white, black yep. and white seen, yeah. icing up his knee with no shirt on, and I had that printed up. Yeah. So it was my buddy Gibby. Uh, when it was his birthday, I had that printed up poster board and uh, just said "Happy Birthday, Jeff!" and uh, and I put it all over his mailbox in his car. Oh
2: wait, G- uh, Jeff and Gibby are the same person? Yeah. Oh, oh I didn't know, have... know that either. I know
6: no, that. neither
3: did I. Okay,
6: Gibby. Uh, I just
3: know Sk- big nose. Uh, <laughs> well knows and Gibby and and where uh, is
2: we? I need to locate him.
3: Yeah, they Skibignos? graduated. Yeah, they
4: graduated yeah. high school. Yeah.
3: These are all the people oh, of uh, Casey. And well, no, Casey was was oh, my. The okay, uh, right. yeah, yeah,
2: but Casey knows
4: him. Yeah, right. there was a cross uh, pollination there.
0: Uh, so <laughs> how long? How long is sixty <laughs> one? Danny Pinotaro, who yes. was on uh, Who's the Boss, uh, he turns. Wow, he's forty five. You're no. forty years old. Oh, oh my, 45. my God, God. forty five. Yeah.
2: What was his? He had like something bad happen to him, right? Uh, No, he he, he came came
3: out. I know that. Was
2: like sick or something for a while. I don't
3: know. I don't remember that. You're
4: not thinking of Jeremy Miller, the other kid from Growing Pains. Was he sick? No.
3: No. (laughs) You're not thinking of the other kid who (laughs) wasn't sick.
4: Well, those. I mean, honestly, they were
3: like contemporary. Perhaps you're thinking of the Elephant Man.
0: (laughs) He had neurofibromatosis.
2: Wait, what's his name again?
0: Danny Penitaro. Uh, I'm going to find out what was wrong with him. P-I-N-T-A-U-R-O. <laughs> Pentaro, I guess, is yeah, how you say okay. his last name. Right. He's 45. Uh, Norman Reedus of The Walking Dead fame and uh, Boondock Saints. Yeah, we had him in the studio one time. We did. They yeah. were promoting that follow-up film Boondock Saints. He's one
3: of those dudes who is uh, unkempt attractive. All the time. That's his deal.
0: Yeah. And in fact, he modeled that way. Yep. Uh, so he turns uh, fifty-two years old today. Anything else besides those two things? Has he ever done anything outside of a brooding, dark, I, I think mean he, character? Isn't he the truck driver in the Vacation movie? The,
3: with oh the, the 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 one with Ed Helms where the the truck. Yeah. Is, oh, is oh, is he? Yeah, yeah okay. he is. So okay. he uh,
4: he can do that. <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> play right. a guy behind the wheel of a truck. He thinks right?
3: he thinks they think that he's following them you know like in duel like in like right. he's a psychotic but yeah. he they just left something somewhere and he's trying to return yeah. it but he's- he does
4: um like um Reality TV stuff. Um, like, uh, uh, documentary type a Documentary uh, on a motorcycle
0: type stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Travelogue type yeah, stuff. He's, fi- he's 52 today. Alright, Kathy. I got it.
2: All
3: right.
0: Oh, you do.
2: Yes, he's HIV positive in 2015. That's no what he kidding. Was, oh, yeah. I remember that?
3: Very cool. I, well, no, you, no, clearly that I did happens, remember it. <laughs> <that. laughs> Very cool, cool that you have HIV. Yeah. <laughs> Kudos. No, uh, uh, Good uh, recall. You, you have no uh, recollection of any celebrities and you pulled that one way up I out of d- your I just
2: knew that there was some because I loved Who's the Boss. And so for whatever reason, I remembered something. He came out with something.
0: I always liked him. I thought he was a, yeah. a, a good actor. Oh, wait a minute. Here's one I missed. Nick just pulled up the uh, the birthdays on IMDb. Hilaria Baldwin. Oh,
8: oh. Hey, hey, Feliz Better. Cuglianos! <laughs> 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 we
0: were just talking about her the other day. She had claimed to be Spanish and she is not at all. She's in Boston. Uh, so she turns 37 years old today. Uh, Nigella Lawson, the British cooking show host. Uh, She is 61. How do you
3: pronounce her first name? Uh, I don't know if it's Nigella
0: or Nigella. I'm not really sure. Neither do I. Uh, But she was the first of those, uh, of the the cooking show hosts that made me stop and go, oh. And and they they started to follow that path and realized that that was the way,
3: like uh, with the, uh, in the early days of Fox News, when they had all the, like the pinup looking anchors
0: um they started to realize well we can get some more eyes on this if we populate it with attractive people uh so she is uh 61 today cooking food in her microwave yes <laughs> uh mm-hmm. Rowan Atkinson the british actor of course played uh, Mr Bean and uh pops up he's great in love actually he's kind of this uh, serendipitous character
3: he's great and the black Adler was the show that he had it was uh, another very popular in uh
0: in uh, england Okay. And, yeah it was on uh, public television very funny yeah he is he's uh, 66 today uh julie chen hosts big brother uh the early show co-host she is uh, 51 mrs moonvez Les moonvez is her hubby yep yes That's in fact right. she goes by julie chen moonvez uh, Trudy Styler, who is a uh, an actress and producer and activist and wife of one Mister Gordon Sumner, also known as Sting. How long has that been going on? Long, long decades, time. right? They, they've been together. They've been a long time couple, at least since the late nineteen eighties. I know that.
3: So, and they 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 boasted. At least Sting has boasted about six hour sex sessions. Yeah, right? that was
0: a while back. The 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 tantra. Well, now uh, that they're older, they're
3: probably just doing two or three
0: hours. Yeah, maybe that's about it. Uh, he is she is sixty seven today. Uh, the great actor Eddie Redmayne uh, celebrates his birthday today. As Where's he been? I just watched that Chicago Seven movie
5: with yeah. uh, him and uh, um, Sasha Baron Cohen and uh, that Aaron Sorkin put together, and he's fantastic. And Eddie Eddie Redmayne is a really good actor.
0: He is. Uh, the Theory of Everything was so good, phenomenal. Um, I, and I want to see the Danish Girl. I haven't seen that yet. Uh, and of course, he's now in the Harry Potter universes. What was his character? Newt Scamander. Newt Scamander. He's... I find his that that series to be. Um... I didn't care for it. I didn't care. No, I know. My imagination at all. Uh, he's thirty nine. Uh, Kate McKinnon. Of SNL. Love her. Extremely talented. Man, she can morph into different characters. You know, she's uh, like a top-level pianist, too. I did not know that, really. Yeah. Okay. Has she ever shown that on SNL? She has. Yeah.
3: She played uh, Hallelujah on the show one time.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, She is 37. And then the last birthday I saw is supermodel uh, Irina Shake. Oh. Uh, She is uh, 35. That's a former Bradley Cooper girlfriend. I believe you're correct. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's see if somebody knows the answer to this question. What... Uh, the movie uh, The Princess Diaries was produced by What Big Music Star? 215263 WMMR. We're going to go to Kelly see if she knows the answer. Hey, Kelly, good morning.
8: Gadzooks,
0: guys. Gadzooks to you, Kelly. So, who was this producer we speak of?
8: Whitney Houston. That is correct. <laughs>
0: Didn't know that. Uh, you got it. Hey, I like that movie. It is a fun movie. We're going to set you up, Kelly, with a Blu-ray combo pack of Love and Monsters, starring Dylan O'Brien, certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, this fun-filled adventure delivers epic action and laughs as a young man makes a dangerous journey in a monster-infested world to be with the girl of his dreams. You can own it now on Blu-ray, 4K, Ultra HD, and digital, rated PG-13. And that is from Paramount Pictures. Okay. Trouble in paradise, gang. yeah. yeah, yeah. Just one day after reports came out that Kanye West and Kim Kardashian had no plans of divorcing, Page Six is now reporting that divorce is imminent between the couple. (sighs) Wow. A source revealed that Kim has quietly hired divorce attorney Laura Wasser. Uh, The source explained they are keeping it low-key, but they are done. Kim has hired Laura Wasser and they are in settlement talks. Kim hasn't been spotted wearing her ring in a while and Connie spent the holidays at his ranch in Wyoming. What has Tanya Roberts said about this? Uh, she's <laughs> dead.
3: <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, this, this, you knew things were frayed. That's been going on for the past yeah. year. Mm-hmm. As, like him going off his meds and so on and so forth.
0: The but presidential uh, campaign and all right, that. Stuff, right, right, yeah. right. And yes. then the uh And she's been she's been good about saying, Look, okay, yes, he indeed has he's out mental, his he has <laughs> a mental issue. Yeah, yeah, And trying to cope with that, it seems like on the surface that she's tried to be patient with that, but dude you knew from the beginning this was not gonna And they have how many kids together? Three? Fifty one. They have fifty one children. And the house is completely white. And you can't stain anything? Oh, you can't, oh is that her house? You can't eat cheese doodles. Well, not really. So I'll, I'll explain oh, about okay. the house thing. So uh source says that Kim got Kanye to go to Wyoming so that they could live separate lives and quietly get things uh, sorted out uh, to separate and divorce. She's done. That's a source saying this. Now, what went wrong? Source added that while Kim has done much in the past to protect and help Kanye deal with his mental health struggles... Uh, Now this divorce thing is happening because Kim has grown up a lot, they said. Um, She is serious about taking a bar exam. She's a lawyer. Becoming a lawyer. Uh, She is serious about her prison reform campaign. Meanwhile, Kanye is talking about running for president and saying other crazy ass, and she's just had enough of it. Meanwhile, a separate source said that Kanye has become uncomfortable and irritated by the Kardashians' over-the-top reality star Lives uh, the source says that Yee is completely over the entire family. He wants nothing to do with them, and he found their reality show unbearable. Isn't he working on Poopity Scoop Volume Two? Uh, <laughs> he might be. Uh, and remember, he he started having all these uh, um, religious uh, um, vision gatherings. Oh yeah, the, 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 no! These, like revivals, yes. like, that, like, yeah.
3: a, like a like a, a Riverside.
0: Yeah, yeah, like a like a tent
3: revival, tent like, revival, like, like, exactly. Traveling yeah, around yeah, yeah,
0: and doing this stuff. So he's sinking his life into that. Into that you end, you know. Right. So. Uh, But they said, as far as their unse- as as far as their settlement talks, the source said Kim is trying to get Kanye to turn over the Calabasas house to her oh. because that's where the kids are based and growing up. That, she wants to paint oh, it. That is their home. The source added, she owns all the land. And adjoining lots around the house, but Kanye owns the actual house. Uh, I don't know how
3: you do that. uh, Yeah, I don't know how you swing that deal, but they probably have enough money to just move the freaking house. Freaking house. My (laughs)
2: sister-in-law did that with her boyfriend. So she owns the land, and he owns the house on the land.
0: So he paid for the construction. Yeah. Well. Wow. That that is a that's a slippery slope,
3: especially for a split.
2: Yeah, but that's what I said. I would go. No, you're good. If if you break up, he's got to move his house. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Good
2: point. <laughs> you own the land, yeah. the property. So, I
5: take this for what it's worth, because it's Wikipedia. But according to Wikipedia, they are already divorced. Uh, they they posted um, that he's no longer married. Uh, that He is divorced from Kim Kardashian.
0: Uh I don't believe that. Yeah, uh, I, don't, yeah I, I don't see how quickly something like that could happen. And well, remember, it's the people's people, encyclopedia. Yeah, people so, can contribute yeah. to that. So, so I,
3: I checked a couple of sources on this, Preston, and, and what, all, everything that I'm seeing says that they are not that no documentation has been filed. Right. But what you said is it looks like they are heading towards it, which
0: will just crush me. So they've both put a lot of money into renovating the house, but Kanye owns it. The source also revealed that this isn't the first time they've been talking about a split, but this uh, time it is way, way more serious. Meanwhile, TMZ is reporting that uh, Kanye and Kim are in marriage counseling, and although they've discussed divorce, they haven't given up. Sources say that the marriage has been in trouble for the last six months. Kim was already to end the marriage no. but when Kanye was going through his bipolar episode it can't be and she felt it was uh, cruel to do that at the
3: time you know what the flashpoint was apparently she goes up to wish him good night. The lights are off in the room, but he has his laptop open and he's in bed. Shut okay. up! Shut. Does up. <laughs> he
2: wear headphones? <laughs> Does he have headphones on?
0: They also confirmed that the couple has been living separately, and Kim has been going back and forth about whether to leave or stay. I was just
3: your <laughs> videos, baby. Uh, yeah, let me ask you: Who's worth more,
0: uh, Kanye or that's a Kim? Good at this question, point, because I'll tell you what: I'm guessing we, him. We know Really? The, we know that Kylie. Kylie's worth more than Kanye. Um, Kylie Jenner. I believe that. Yeah. Yeah, his music career, I mean, it's... And Yeezy's,
4: I mean, he's also got this fashion line. Yeah, and, yeah. And yeah. for as dumb as these sneakers look, people
3: buy them. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't know. It's up here off of... This might be off of the People's yeah. Encyclopedia, but... Uh, Forbes part of the Kim Kardashian now has a net worth of $780 million, while Kanye's
0: net worth is $1.3
3: billion, Okay. Oh, my God. That was
0: Forbes in 2020, so they're usually pretty good. They're yeah. yeah, good, yeah. Yeah, so... He um, is
2: worth $1.3. Billion? Man. Yeah. yeah.
0: Dear God. Man, if you if you get a foothold in the music, in music industry, it uh, can be with
3: huge. We've talked about publishing and owning the publishing, yes. and that's really everything. Yeah. That's why that's uh, that's what uh, drove a wedge between, you know, the Michael Jackson Paul McCartney thing. Yeah. That, you know, that that whole deal. Yep. Kath, did you see the latest Yeezys? The uh, the the design of his latest. Not name? the
2: latest one. Oh I God. didn't mind some some of the other ones, now, but th- I didn't see this. They're
4: not terrible, but these ones, uh, they look like they were they're like sneakers in another universe somewhere. All I mean, they're, they're ridiculous looking. All
0: right, well, we'll move on to another uh, hip-hop gazillionaire. Yeah. Um, Dr. Dre hospitalized after suffering a brain aneurysm, oh boy. Uh, according to TMZ. Now, he has uh he's put out a statement that says he's doing better and he's and so he's not incapacitated he's he's headed home has
3: he ever had any issues like this not before? that i've
0: ever heard he had a brain bleed on monday and was rushed to a no. los angeles hospital they they took him straight to the icu at cedar sinai they
3: gave him preferential treatment because he's a doctor
0: uh, <laughs> <laughs> right yes i i guess so yeah right dr, yeah. dr. dre is dr. here dr dre dre dr dre <laughs> Uh, he was in stable condition uh, yesterday. Doctors were running tests to see what caused the aneurysm. The dude is in phenomenal shape. He's in his mid-50s. Uh, his real name is Andre Young. He is in the middle of a messy divorce with his wife, Nicole Young. I remember hearing about that oh, well, a while it, back. Yeah. It went from,
3: you know, we're, we're going to remain friends to I want you dead as quickly as possible.
0: Yeah, hearing in the case is scheduled for today, by the way. So we'll, we'll mm. see how that goes. Well, this
3: uh, um, wasn't the thought that Tanya Roberts had some sort of brain
0: aneurysm? I haven't seen anything about All that right. yet. All um right. uh, you know it, check it, the people's encyclopedia. Well it seems that you know the way that she was hurt I guess or, or her episode she had yeah. seemed like out of nowhere so I, I would seem that I would say that seems like that might be but I haven't seen any uh reports that say aneurysm yet. So I, I'm speaking I... of that we we followed up later in the show yesterday about the fact that she uh, was indeed uh, deceased. And here's what had happened. Her rep had been told by her longtime partner Lance O'Brien Sunday that she had died, but she was at that point in critical condition. On Monday night, she did, in fact, die following her collapse after walking her dogs on December 23rd. Um, She, in a statement, uh, uh, Robert's longtime friend and rep Mike Pingel had uh, spoke candidly about the late star, who he described as having a huge heart. He said, I'm devastated. She was a brilliant and beautiful and I feel like a light has been taken away. Uh, to say she was an angel would be at the top of the list. Um, she was the sweetest person you'd ever meet. Had a huge heart. She loved her fans. And I don't think she realized how much she meant to them. So. The cast of the 70s show loved her. And uh, Topher Grace, it
3: was, again, we talked about this whole weird thing back and forth. And are they dead or are they not? We had fam- People had that occur in their families calling in where they didn't know what was going on. Mm-hmm. So Topher Grace, you know, put a, posted this loving thing, and then Ashton Kutcher said, no, she's not dead. Right.
0: And he's like, no, oh, she is dead. So it was a mess. Yep. Uh, Amber Heard's $100 million defamation suit against Johnny Depp has suffered a setback. Fairfax County Judge Bruce White nixed her request for immunity from a civil liability that Depp put forward against her. The 57-year-old is, <laughs> of course, suing her for $50 million in Virginia over a Washington Post op-ed in which she described her past domestic violence as a past domestic violence survivor. She didn't mention Johnny, but the allusion was clear. Uh, the judge also rejected Johnny's bid for immunity See over statements mm-hmm. that he made against Hurd, which means that if the case goes to trial as expected... He will face counterclaims after his legal team told media outlets that her abuse allegations were a hoax.
3: It is time to bring this all to an end. Seriously, Bring it. I mean, I cannot even imagine the amount of legal uh, billing that's going on between the lawyers love it. Yes, they do. But Jesus Christ. No one's being served by this. And it really comes down to after all this at this point, Preston, he said, she said. Yeah. And again, after the poop in the bed thing yeah you think that man, it oh bet's off, right
0: yeah. uh heard claims in in her case against step uh that he tried to destroy her career and get her ousted from Aquaman and modeling gigs by deploying social media bots in There's violation to do with of uh, virginia law but he he deployed social media bots okay. uh, bots. that's what uh they're they're uh saying uh the case <laughs> comes <laughs> after Here. a British judge and she created <laughs> an robots take them into the herd. Uh, the case comes after... political yes, Brit- coming into sheep. Uh British judge ruled that Depp could be
8: referred <laughs> to as...
0: My uh, Could be referred to as...
5: I get the impression he's just in the shower when he's doing yeah. this. Yeah. yeah,
0: he actually has a little voice effect, <laughs> thing. <laughs> Things not working. <laughs> All right, he is appealing that. Okay. Uh, Netflix seems pretty done with Shia LaBeouf amid his ex girlfriend, FKA Twigs, suit claiming he had abused her. Other <laughs> other exes have uh, come forward to support her story. Meanwhile, his troubled career was set for a relaunch. He stars alongside Vanessa Kirby and Ellen Burstyn in Netflix's Buzzy. uh, It's not called Buzzy, but it's Buzzworthy Pieces of a Woman.
3: (laughs) Oh, it's a story of Buzz Aldrin.
0: Uh, And it's out on Thursday. He plays a grieving dad whose daughter dies during his wife's labor with his marriage on the line as they grieve. Before the suit landed, he was being promoted as an awards contender, but Netflix quickly removed all for your consideration promotions featuring him. Yeah, in- he's had a number of, Preston, he's had like two or three critically acclaimed
3: performances. And I think he directed one of the movies. And, and um, he's a good the, actor. things
0: were, were get, sort of getting reconnoinkered. And now this is a major dent. Well, they're going to focus on uh, Kirby instead. Uh, but now he's being uh, excised from commercials and ads as well. One ad on Twitter reads Vanessa Kirby and Ellen Burstyn star in Pieces of a Woman, a story about a mother's love and loss.
3: Safe light repair! Safe light replace
0: do it <laughs> So he's now doing uh Yeah he's doing, commercials. doing endorsements, yeah, yeah. commercial endorsements commercial endorsements. <laughs> That's the jingle is a little more impact now.
3: Well you know you know you know what to look for. When you see a Shia LaBeouf cameo pop up, you know that that, that the elevator's on the way down quickly. Yeah. Yeah, the cameo stuff is is one of those steps on the way down.
4: But yeah. there there's an actual suit involved here, um, or is it? Because uh, I just thought no. it was just allegations, and that was that. Uh, no, I don't think there's a
0: suit. Okay, uh, I thought you
3: said suit. Uh, let maybe me some slacks. Oh, uh, wait,
0: I'm sorry. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. His ex girlfriend, FKA Twigs, suit claiming that he oh. systematically abused her. All okay. right. Uh, so I don't know if. Yeah, we'll have to follow up. Do you know where she is? She also, she had a long-term relationship with Rob Pattinson. Mm Mm-hmm. Ah, nice. All right, um, Nick, you know the Harry Potter universe pretty well. Um, An actress named Jessie Cave. Do you know her? I don't. Yeah, there's a lot of people in that world, so I don't know. But uh, it says here, Harry Potter alum Jessie Cave Shares the heartbreaking news that her newborn son, Abraham, has been hospitalized with COVID. Uh, and oh, wow. she shared the news on Instagram.
5: She's uh, Ron Weasley's girlfriend in uh, the sixth one. And okay. she's great. She, she's struck, And uh, really, he loves Hermione. and uh, But in, she's in love with him. It's a really funny dynamic. She's very good in the
0: movie. But she added that the three-month-old is okay and doing well, but they're being vigilant and cautious. Uh, Cave admitted that uh, she didn't want to uh, be back in the hospital so soon after experiencing a traumatic birth with Abraham, so it was a difficult one. She also shares uh, Donnie and Margo uh, with her husband, Alfie Brown. It's unclear if other members of the family attested positive or not. Uh, They're
3: there, scary. A couple of things about the Harry Potter series. You do have a lot of, of um, like, you, you. I always assumed at the beginning that Harry would end up with Hermione, and that doesn't yeah. end up being the case. And, and there's, there's friends. Yeah, yeah. Lifelong friends.
4: It's an interesting
3: dynamic. My um,
4: So Harry Potter's big in my house again. Uh, ah. Actually, I wouldn't even say again for the first time. Yeah. Oh, really? Um, yeah. So my, my older daughter got into it because there's just been this resurgence. and uh, And then as a result, my younger daughter is now reading the books as well. It uh, turns out I'm a Gryffindor, uh, <laughs> There you go. and they made me take the test. You okay. know what's funny about yeah.
5: the, the Harry Potter world, and we just re- referred to the new Scamander stuff, is that the, the original Harry Potter, the, the uh, seven books, the eight movies, those are timeless. The other ones are not. You know, they're, they're kind of unnecessary, and so I can see people coming back to the original source material for generations to come. Oh, yeah. these, o- these other movies just sort of float in and out, and they're not... Terrible, but they're just not necessary. Well, the, and they're not. Uh, they're not very endearing. And I think the kids people, that
3: come in on it now, Nick, are getting the full. They got the full story sitting right there. Yeah, yeah. My, they, my
5: point is like the subsequent stuff, the the, the new Scamander things. Are there's not a lot of um, emotional attachment to right. any of those mm-hmm. characters?
0: Uh, Queen Elizabeth has nixed a beloved royal annual series of events amid the ongoing pandemic and the new lockdown of the UK. The 94 year old has canceled all garden parties for the Aww. coming year. <laughs> The trio of parties. Uh, the trio of parties typically taking uh, take place at Buckingham Palace every May. I wonder and if she's. Uh, I wonder if this is something she looked forward to, or if it was one of those things like. Oh, this is really going to tear me up, but we're getting rid of it. Uh, she also holds one in Edinburgh at the Hollyrood House. Uh, these annual parties have been held every year since 1860 and serve as a way for the monarch to recognize public service. Typically, 30,000 people in suits, Whoa. top hats, dresses, and fascinators okay. attend to uh, mingle with royals and eat tea and cake.
2: I visited the Holyrood Castle when I was in... Oh, okay.
3: Holyrood.
2: It was beautiful, and it was... I remember being there and thinking, oh, so she comes here, too. Yeah.
0: yeah. By the way, what is a Fascinator. There's um, weird hats. It's a hat? Yeah, yeah okay. I just had to look it up. All right, never knew that. Um, it's like Kathy, an influencer you should
4: hold a garden party. I think that would be a great thing that uh, you could do. It yeah, and it'll
2: yeah. just be me and Marissa with masks on. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen,
0: I'm saying in better times. Sure, yeah. 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 Well, that would, would be a great thing, thing you could do. Yeah. What do you envision, Casey?
4: Well, I don't know. I don't even know what a garden party is. Okay. The only Have time I've ever right. heard of a garden party was when uh, Ed Helms had one at uh, Shroot Farms in uh, the office, but... Um, To me, it just sounds like something nice and outside in the spring.
2: Sounds like something I'd do.
4: Sounds like something you would do.
2: With a
0: fascinator. By the way, Prince Harry is thriving since he and Meghan left their senior royal roles. According to Us Weekly, a source said... Wait, they get roles? uh, Harry doesn't have any regrets about having the royal family whatsoever, or leaving the royal family whatsoever, and is really happy in Montecito. Uh, He and Meghan are enjoying their new life in California, being a normal family and having the freedom to make... Uh, their own decisions without anyone watching over them.
3: And they live next to Larry the Cable Guy.
0: Uh, the source also added that <laughs> Harry has grown in confidence since the move. Harry isn't looking back, although he does miss his friends at home.
3: There's somebody on social media, I forget her name, but she's her thing now is to take the uh, Megan and Harry podcast and sort of lip sync it. Oh, know? yeah? So
0: she's doing the thing and acting with the face, and it's <laughs> it's actually pretty funny. Nice. Taraji P. Henson is opening up about one of the hardest moments of her life, which was telling her nine-year-old son that his father had been murdered. Uh, Her son, Marcel, is now 26. In a sneak peek of uh, today's episode of Peace of Mind with Taraji, she discusses the conversation with her co-host, Tracy, and therapist, Sierra Hillsman. She said, my son's father was suddenly taken, murdered, when he was nine, Uh, and I didn't know how to tell him that. Um, I couldn't tell him that he was murdered, so I told him he died in an accident. Uh, she said it was. Uh, it was in the paper, and I didn't know how to tell him. Uh, he was stabbed to death. It was one of the worst oh ways God. you could die. Jesus, I I just didn't have the words. I didn't know how to tell a nine-year-old. Wow. Well, so she's going to talk a little bit about that, which should be. We're yeah, looking yeah, at okay, a video. Yeah. Is this her with her son? Uh, that I don't know. It's a, Steve. it's a
3: full-grown man. Yeah, yeah he's 26. um
0: he's twenty-six years old.
3: Oh, all right. Then this yeah. is probably it. Oh.
0: Yeah. M. Yeah. Wow. Um. All right. What are Matt James's deal breakers? He's The Bachelor, of oh, course. Yeah, yeah. Everyone has at least one deal breaker. So, you're uh, my deal breakers. E. T. sat down with Matt James. Thanks after, for coming back? After, <laughs> God, he's quick. After the premiere of The Bachelor, to talk turkey about. I like turkey. About what? He
4: on your world, you eat it on one day, but it's actually currency on my home planet. <laughs> Can you break a turkey for two chickens? <laughs> <laughs> Why are we talking about turkey?
0: <laughs> uh, well, he sat down to talk turkey about what he wants and what he wants and doesn't want long-term. Uh, so he told E.T. that no-nos involve lies. So you like women who don't have a nose? No. No-nos involve lies and spice. Lies and spites? So, spies, oh. Spice, not spice. Spice. Okay. Spicy food. Oh, okay. Okay. really? So he said, honestly... Uh, Not honestly. Honesty is a must-have. He said, we got to be able to trust each other. So if you're a liar, then that's a non-starter. And then he said, my stomach is jacked. If you're throwing a bunch of spices in there and we're eating crazy, it's probably going to be a non-starter for them because I'm going to be all gassy. (laughs) He said, so the spicy food is going to be hard. Plus, the last thing, a person has to be able to laugh. Uh, you have to be able to, to laugh at yourself. These are the things that that he wants. in really,
3: so, so laughter follows a jacked, spicy stomach.
0: Uh, well, no, he's saying you know that's bad, but a good thing is is being able to laugh. Okay, all right. he said you have to you have to be able to laugh at yourself because life is too short to take anything so serious. Uh, so, what if she laughs at his gas? Yes, when it's that be, over, it'd be perfect. Oh no, it'd be good. So it would it would lighten it up. So he said, I uh, don't know how to read this guy. I need someone <laughs> to have fun with. You gotta have a good time. Okay. So I want a good time. So that's a dive into the mind of—he's uh, so complex, Matt yeah. James. You know he's six feet five inches tall. He's six five. Wow. I think he
3: might be the tallest Bachelor of all time. I, he's got to be.
0: He would have to be.
3: <laughs> there have uh, been, been twenty-five of them, right? Isn't he the twenty-fifth? Uh, God, I don't, even, I don't even know. Season twenty-five of The Bachelor. Yeah, <laughs> wow. there we go. Steve. Hillary Duff.
0: What? Sorry, no, Are you no, doing no,
3: something? No, no. All
0: no. right, no. Hillary Duff. You doing something? <laughs> You have something for me. (laughs) I got nothing. Hillary Duff shared on uh, Instagram stories that she took a break from social because of a rough holiday. I'm sorry to hear that. She shared that she uh, she developed an eye infection. Ooh, uh, and ended up in the hospital as well. She should have consulted Doctor Dre. Uh, But she said all's well. My eye is fine. Just needed antibiotics. Wait, so doing okay?
2: She went off social media because of
0: that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This just said yeah. Hillary yeah. Duff left
1: social media disconnected from society
3: because she had a sty.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right. In yeah. other news, people worldwide fight various forms of cancer. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, I think when I had pink eye last year, I was still able to tweet if I wanted to. <laughs> if you
2: wanted to. R- well, to. well,
0: it's because you're a hero. Man. I am. I am. It's uh, I, My strength is, <laughs> is uh, unmatched. Ow, my eye. I'm not coming in today. One last thing, Ryan Reynolds was able to honor fellow Canadian Alex Trebek in a beautiful way on Monday's uh, Jeopardy. Uh, The game show is currently airing the last episodes of Trebek and recorded before his death in November. And Ryan's film, Free Guy, was included in the trivia category, The Movies. Uh, The actor himself made a cameo on the show and later tweeted about the moment, which was filmed, excuse me, in uh, 2019. After the episode aired... Reynolds tweeted about his moment on Jeopardy, writing, It's an honor and a little heartbreaking to be with Alex Trebek one last time on Jeopardy. Uh, So he had uh, said a while back when they had filmed it, Alex, uh, or he was saying about Alex, um, Alex was uh, kind enough uh, to film a cameo for our film Free Guy last year despite his battle. He said he was gracious and funny in addition to being curious, stalwart, generous, reassuring, and of course Canadian. We love you, Alex, and always will. Uh, so that was nice. It's so I'm watching this week and they're doing, the, the as you said, the final episodes.
3: And I said to you yesterday, Preston, you could see a little bit more of the um, physical duress. Nick, have you noticed? A oh, little yeah. Bit? Um, but I mean, they remember that the executive producer on the show said that during this week there were there of, of shows as they were taping them. On one day in particular, Alex, as Alex was leaving, he went over and he said, that's the most incredible thing I've ever seen Mm. because he was in tremendous pain. Yeah. And he said, you would not have a clue. That's what a pro he was.
0: So uh, just three more shows. Yeah. yeah. It's sad. Uh, I want to add one more thing. Please. Uh, Because we've had this gal in our studio before. Imelda Staunton, the Mm. actress who we know from the Harry Potter universe and loads of other things as well. Uh, who will take on the role of Queen Elizabeth II in season five of Netflix's The Crown, talked to the BBC about the extra challenge that she faces playing the queen during the modern era. She said, I think my sort of extra challenge, as if I needed it, is that I'm now doing the queen that we're a little more familiar with. With Claire Foy, it was almost history. And now I'm playing one of the people... Uh, one that people could say she doesn't do that, she doesn't do this, she's not like that. No, she's
3: right because you you see her on a more frequent basis. There's more media coverage, and that's uh, that's got to yes. be a tough thing to do.
0: So I wonder if she's
3: um, how she's going to play it.
0: Uh, yeah, it's a good question. And she said that's my personal bête noire. Uh, yes, uh, so, that's a dessert. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Congratulations. That's her own chocolate. Dessert. Have her you shirt.
3: tried? Yeah. Um, Put whipped cream on it. It's better.
0: All right. We're ready for clips. Pieces of a Woman shares story of a young mother's home birth, which ends in an unfortunate tragedy. We're just talking about this. Here, star Vanessa Kirby talks about preparing for the role uh, by talking to mothers who have experienced child loss. Here is the clip. Yeah, there was this universal thing that they kept talking about, which was that society found it really hard to to know how to deal with their grief.
9: And they found it hard to talk about. And so I felt really... Proud of our intention in a way to try and give a voice to those
0: women, I fell in love with her in the first season of The Crown, by the way. She yes, played, uh, um, Princess Margaret, she's excellent. Um, yeah, Pieces of Woman premieres on uh, Netflix tomorrow. Here's the next clip one episode into the new season of The Bachelor, and it's already making history as the horniest season yet. In this clip, Bachelor Matt James talks about receiving a vibrator. From one of the contestants. Yeah, yeah, I hadn't seen something that big before. So it was uh, it was extremely distracting, you know, uh, making noises and just catching light in a bunch of different ways. So uh, it, it was hard to stay focused. Yeah. Yeah, come on. Shut the f*** up. There you go. A new episode of The Bachelor airs Monday at 8 p.m. That's it. That's what I got for you this morning. The report is a lot. We have a bunch to go uh, on this program as well. Uh, We're going to have Terrell Owens on the show. Yep, he's promoting a wine, believe it or not. You always
3: suspected he would end up as some sort of wine person.
0: Uh, He will be joining (laughs) us about an hour or so from now. We have uh, Bobby Moynihan, who's going to be on the show. We have Brad Rutter, one of the goats of Jeopardy! on the program. And we also have a big announcement to make as we get closer to the bizarre file. Mm. And it might mean a little extra in your pocket. So we're going to get to those details coming up in a little bit. Stay with us for the whole show this morning. We'll be back in just a moment.
2: MMR Spotlight's the best rock in Philadelphia with Jackson's Local Shots.
4: That's right. And this month's band is Party
5: Muscles. It's Muscles, your Local
4: Shots Artist of the Month. Check them out every Wednesday at 6.30 right here on the Mighty
1: MMR.
2: And you can hear and see more now at WMMR.com. Keyword, Local Shots. Sponsored
1: by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at Family.
2: 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Philly. Uh,
0: qu- real quick, couple of shout-outs I want to do. A uh, long-time super-duper fan of uh, the President's Steve Show, uh, Bob Havens, uh, emailed in. Uh, and I think he wanted to do this yesterday, but I messed up. His brother Michael turned fifty years old ah. and wanted a uh, a nice wet, juicy shard out. He's usually the one that falls off our sled. He says at the cardboard classic <laughs> last year, he was uh, atop the rocket with Sarah on Wiley Coyote on the the, the big rocket. It was a damn good one. Remember that? Yeah. So uh, he made it to the finish line, and then he writes Meep Meep at the end of this. <laughs> Uh, so here is a shout-out to Michael. Happy 50th, Michael. That's huge. Yeah, they did they did a great sled last year.
3: We need to check in again with uh, Mr. Peanut at some point. See yes, how life Michael.
0: Oh yeah. see how he's doing. Yeah, I'll
3: drop him a note.
0: Okay. If and, he's uh, now chunky or smooth at this point. <laughs> and by the way, in case you were wondering, no Cardboard Classic this year. It's, just, yeah. it's not going to happen. So I'd, I'd hate for people to be... Dude, we've been working for two yeah, months yeah, yeah. on this thing. <laughs> yeah. No, we're moving it's ahead just... with
3: our 500 person rave Preston. It's yeah. not going to be possible. I mean, it's kind of sad because that was the last
4: event that we held.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then right
4: after that, boom, yep. the hammer came
0: down. It was a good one,
3: though. It was a oh, really it was a blast. Good one. So, yeah. so, you know what? We, we'll, we'll get to another one. We'll
0: be up there. Uh, we'll be uh, destroying lives up there on the mountain as uh, soon as we can. Yeah. All right, here's another one that says uh, Hey, guys, my youngest, Jackson Meekum. Uh, turns 12 on uh, Wednesday today. Meek, meek. Uh, Just like everyone else in the Delaware Valley, he needs a shard out. Uh, uh, been listening to PNS uh, since at least 2001. Uh, Jackson and his brothers, Wyatt and Max, listen to your show as much as I can make them, meaning every morning that they are with me. I'm divorced. Uh, He said uh, they've been listening more as we all work from my home on Thursday and Friday during COVID. Uh, Every now and then I need to turn down the stream as Jackson sits five feet away from me uh, those (laughs) mornings. And we don't want his Zoom class hearing about butt plugs. Yeah. uh, What men in Florida do during the bizarre file and Regis commenting on Hulk Hogan's porn. Uh, So uh, sincerely, loyal listener and sometimes obsessive emailer, Bill. So here you go. That is a shout-out to his son, Jackson. Preston, I wonder how many people have,
3: uh, through the course of their lives, been forced to listen to the show from someone maybe a little bit older who then grew up and became listeners. of oh, yeah. you, you know, we we hear about that, and it's kind of a funny, like through attrition, you become a fan of the show.
2: I just had somebody email me uh, a submission to be in next year's calendar, Love and it, she really? was like, this would make my mom so happy. Can you put me in your calendar? <laughs> wow. <laughs> really?
0: Okay. Uh, and then here's a uh, last one. It says, uh, this is, for, I forgot to read ahead on all of this, but, uh, this is for his wife. Um, and he said, uh, I, I went through the holiday thing and I got my wife the best gift ever. No way she could touch my gift. Uh, not that I wouldn't be happy with whatever she got for me, but I pride myself on being able to surprise her with some off and awesome gifts. Uh, totally, uh, stole Steve's advent calendar idea. Oh, by the way." nice. Said. Uh, Christmas morning, we were exchanging gifts. I opened her gift for me, and I find a bag of whiskey barrel wood chips. My amazing wife bought me a smoker. So he was really excited. He ran around the house and everything. Can I get a shout-out to the best wife ever? Uh, don't worry about the date and time because she doesn't uh, listen. <laughs> well, no. Okay. And All I'll right. have to play it on the podcast for her, but I want to shard it from the mountaintop that she is the absolute best. So that's from Mike's story. So here you go. I'll suggest to she's not Mike's the best. wife that doesn't listen. She doesn't listen. There she can't go. be the best. There you go. She's just moderate. Uh so those are my shards uh for the time being. Hey, I'd like to take a moment and speak directly to our friends in slower lower this morning. All right. Uh Delaware. Oh
5: yeah.
0: Uh Delawareans are gonna have to get used to doing something they haven't had to do before. And that is dialing the 302 area code before any local phone.
2: They call. don't have to dial an area code. Yeah,
0: they've now been they on do. easy or street. Soon they will be. Wow. Right,
3: for, for the longest time, living it up.
0: Yep, the FCC will soon
3: require the state to use a 10-digit local dialing number. Have you ever seen people's fingers from lower Delaware? They're just beautiful. They don't get the stress that. and strain. Oh, yeah. They're yeah. punching in extra digits. They're oh. just glorious.
5: There are a few places like that in the country where that yeah. B-
0: yeah, And that's what I was curious yeah. about. I would imagine places like New Hampshire... Out you know, West. Really? Yeah, out yeah. West yeah. where there's... Yeah. Do you punch in everything? I'd
3: punch in the one. I'd punch in everything. No, even if I'm calling locally, I just put a, I put You, you all hit the time. one? One? I do every time. No kidding. No. I just, I don't, I don't want to deal with the bull crap.
4: Um, so even when they're dialing within state and all of the n- numbers in state ha- have a 302 area code, they still have to dial the 10 digits.
0: No, it's not necessary. Well, here's the deal. All right. The change is due to a new FCC order, which approved 988 as a three-digit abbreviated dialing code to reach the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. Uh, So that will start beginning on April 24th. They have to start using the 10-digit code. But the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline starts in 2022.
3: So when you call that, the phone rings and
0: somebody's home in Delaware? I don't know. Uh, Delaware currently has a 302-988 exchange based out of Selbyville, (laughs) Sussex County. Uh, <laughs> uh the change will ensure that everyone is able to that, That's the sound they make in Shelbyville. In, in Shelbyville. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shelbyville. What, what, uh what, what? And uh it's able to reach the suicide prevention network using the 3-digit 988 code.
3: Uh yeah. I don't fully understand it. I know that some people have been and I've envied them for not having to punch in the extra digits. Huh. And frankly I'm glad that the playing field is leveled at this point.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they why,
3: why... Shelbyville. <laughs> <It's>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so they're going to have to get used to doing that, and that will start uh, fairly soon. We've talked about for oh, the course of years, we've had the conversations
3: about how the the, the phone, the exchanges have changed, and you know, all the numbers that you dial in. And then when there was letters, so uh, when yeah.
0: the, when the uh, when we were on break and yeah. we were doing one of our best of playbacks, I was in the car and I was listening to it, and I brought in old audio of my from my early radio career. Right, And, right. and my very first job was in a really, really small town uh, called Salem, Missouri. And so we did this swap shop, swap meet type of thing on on the air. And I told you guys that the area was so small <laughs> that I worked in. Yeah. That not only did I not say the area code, I didn't even say the prefix on the phone numbers. I just did the last four digits, and you knew that. Now you had to when you use your phone. Yeah. You had to dial the, uh, the the prefix. So call eight. <laughs> but everybody had the same prefix. So it's wild. Uh, we'd just say, you know, all right, uh, you know. Uh, Lee has his uh, this uh, coax cable that he's selling, <laughs> and the number's 484. That's crazy. Or 4845, whatever.
3: Yeah, I have an extra coax cable. Oh, yeah, they would that, sell that. Yeah,
0: yeah, I know. It's funny, those, those swap-and-shop shows. Yeah. 4845, um, that's what we'd say. That's all is, you
3: need does to Doesn't that blow your mind yeah. that it's it, that small where you're just using the last four digits? Yeah, yeah I mean, listen, we all... We can all probably still remember
4: many phone numbers from our childhoods, yeah. our old home phone number, maybe your your best friend or whatever, N- because you had to you, you had to dial everybody. Now You're everybody's right. on the yeah. speed dial, right?
3: Exactly. A lot of times people forget their own numbers. We talked about that. because yeah. you, you, it's just something you never you never dial. Uh, last night on Jeopardy, uh, uh, Nick and, and perhaps you saw it as well. Um, the Social Security number that you have. The first three digits. Did you hear? See that that no. clue? Mm-mm. Apparently, the first three digits in your social security number, at least for the longest time, pertain to the state you, you were, were born, born in? in. Oh, I didn't oh, know I that. Did not me neither. And I, I didn't, I didn't realize that. And I don't know if you could do a, a quick check on that, but, huh. but uh, I just thought that was sort of a, huh. a at in the timeline that you were born in. There was a randomizing of numbers Hmm, you know but apparently it has it has a um
0: correlation to your birth state the first three digits of a person's social security number are determined by the zip code of the mailing address shown on the application for a social security number that's true uh the number merely established that his or her card was issued by one of their offices in that state Hmm. Yeah, that that applies to my social security number well, when did zip codes come into existence, though? Because they haven't always been around. The Great Zipping, it was yeah, referred yeah. to as. Is that what it was? Uh,
3: I don't know. That's a good question. Wait, huh. so
2: if you received your Social Security card before 1972, the area number shows what state you applied for the card.
3: Okay. I'm I'm older. My Social Security number is 11. Wow. <laughs> yeah. like the, That's the entire yeah. <laughs> number? You know what zip stands for in zip codes?
0: But yes. Um, zoning. Oh, man, I used come to on, know Come on. You can this. do it. Come on. Yeah. Um, it's in the script for Tron. No, it's not. <laughs> you know, uh, I, can't, I don't remember next. Zone improvement
3: plan. Oh, okay. No, oh, I didn't oh, know. There you go. Know. Yeah. That well. was supposed to expedite mailing procedures, right? Dude, and they've even added four numbers to the zip codes as well, unless. Do you, do you get you, was, when you when you fill out an application case to that point or you fill out anything online and it'll give you a zip code and then a dash and another four digits? Yeah. yeah. What's, what's that all what is about? That about? I don't know what that's about. I but... haven't committed those two. And, and they'll say, are you talking about this address? And I'm like, uh, I, I don't guess. I think so. I was talking about this one. Yeah. yeah. The one that doesn't what, have those extra, <laughs> <Sometimes> <laughs> those extra four numbers. What uh, are you talking about?
5: Sometimes those extra four numbers can be directly applied to a post office box. Uh, so a P.O. box. Is, okay. And so if, if it's, uh, one, two, three, four, and you're mailing something to Philadelphia, um, uh, it would be that post office box in Philly. Huh. There's a lot we don't know. At least there's yeah. a lot I don't know. Do you guys know any of our cell phone numbers?
4: Um, no. no. Yes, I know yours. Yeah. yeah. I know yours, and I know Marissa's. I and don't know anybody else's. Nope. And Why? I
2: know Why your... Why those two? Uh, well, I... I don't know. I, I well. used
0: to call his, uh, yeah. before you, it was... You know uh, the the you would dial it the memory yeah. uh, that okay. you had on your phone regularly, so I it just it got partners. in there and it stayed in it. it stayed in there.
4: I know Nick's first three digits. It is this and this and then this. Right? Correct. Okay. He's
0: holding up his hands by yeah, the yeah, way. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So well, I don't want to say it. Out loud. I understand, but uh, Marissa. Wait,
2: when I
5: first started with you guys, didn't we do like a phone tree? To do it was the
3: conference beautiful. call?
0: We decorated we it and everything.
3: We
2: wouldn't, oh, God, yeah, that was awful. <laughs> oh we would dial in to, like, a yes. conference. That's it right. was, like, Preston and Steve would call each other. We and would use three-way
0: calling. Call. It was horrible. Yeah. And
3: that case,
2: oh, my God, and then if you missed me. the call, and you'd have to let, oh, my we'd God. We'd have
3: to start from the, we'd have to <laughs> build our tree all over again, Kathy. I forgot that. Uh, you know, we, we, we might as well have just conducted the thing by postcard. <laughs> right. uh, yeah, but that, yes, Case, I don't know. The only cell phone, the only cell phone number I have committed to memory is my, mine, and I basically just really learned mine
0: about two years
3: ago. Yeah, I know my wife's and my wife's, and yeah. that's it. Everything else
0: is on speed dial. Uh, by the way, this text came in said we don't use the area code here in North Dakota. What? Uh, so we got somebody listening. What? From, uh, is
4: that North Kate over there? I'm sorry. We have I, we know one <laughs> listener in North Dakota. Yeah, I texted back and
5: asked this. Maybe person we have more to uh, to call in, so maybe we can hear from them.
0: Uh, I will go to Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Good morning. Hey, what's going on, guys? Yo, Bob. What's up, man? Um,
7: I was in the Navy, and we had uh we, we were in line for something, and we were checking in, and um, we had to give our social, and the guy could tell exactly where you were from based on your social alone, and it was like regionalized. So I'm I'm from Harrisburg. I live in Charleston, South Carolina now. But, you know, I gave him mine. He was like, oh, how do you like being born in
10: Harrisburg? I was like, oh,
7: uh, yeah, it was cool. And then the guy behind me would go up, and it was he'd give his, and it was, uh, how how, how do you like being from, you know, St. Louis, Missouri? I mean, he could get so specific.
10: Wow.
3: Sounds like this guy was very lonely. Yeah. Yeah, How do you like being from Little Rock? (laughs) (laughs) That must be his party trick, I guess. Wow. I need a friend. Interesting. Um, All right, thanks, Jeff.
4: I mean, I used to, when I I was a telemarketer for a a summer when I broke my arm, uh, and I... How do you like needing Brickface? Well, (laughs) No, I didn't. It was more surveys. I wasn't. Oh, was I wasn't okay. selling. I would so you never, never do worse. that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, but I had to dial all over the country, and uh, after a while, uh, I knew all the area codes. If you if you talk to anybody that's ever worked at a supermarket, they'll give you all the produce codes. It's like, yeah, what's the codes for carrots? And they're like, oh, 3307. Like, it's just it's true.
3: Right? Yeah. It's true. By, by sheer repetition, you get to, uh, mm-hmm. to remember it.
0: Uh, by the way, the last four digits number texts are coming in, uh, indicate what um, specific street you live on. What? I might so, even indicate what side of the street you live on. And it's, uh, it's a route for uh, the, the drivers. Okay, so, so in, your, in your zip code? Uh yes, the last four digits. Yeah, you know no, you know that uh, the dash and yeah. then the four digits. Oh! the extra four digits get more specific. Which we we're just talking about. Interesting. All right, here's uh, here's Brian, our texter from uh, North Dakota. We have another one. <laughs> Hi Brian, you're on the air. Good morning. Morning, morning guys. Gadzooks. Gadzooks. Gadzooks to you, man. All right, so you you uh what part of North Dakota you live in? Uh central
10: North Dakota.
0: All right, and and no matter where you are in the state, all those phone numbers, you never have to dial uh the area code.
10: No. I uh, I'm originally from Doylestown and we we uh out
7: here we don't use them at all, even with our cell phones.
3: Was that the big draw for you to move out there? <laughs> <laughs> My fingers hurt.
0: <laughs> they put that in their promotional their yeah. their tourism.
3: Less digits.
0: Yeah. <laughs> What's the name of the town that you My live
3: in? My fingers have never felt better.
5: Brian, where do you live? You said North Central, but uh, North Dakota is a big state. I'm just curious what the name of the
3: town is. Esmond. What is it? Desmond. E-
0: Esmond. Esmond. Esmond, okay. It's, it's outside, outside of, Desmond. of Desmond. Yeah. Cool, man. Uh, how long you been out there, Brian?
10: Uh, a little over a year.
0: Yeah. Oh, cool. Wow. You're... Have you noticed a difference in your fingers since you don't have to <laughs> dial those extra yeah. three numbers?
10: Well, <laughs> no, no, it's not really that much different, you know. But uh, you were talking about that uh, the the little, we have one out here called Tradio, where you call in the radio station. Oh, still. Tradio's yeah, all over. Yeah, in rural, in yeah.
3: rural markets around the country, Tradio is a standard. Yeah. And, and it is basically on radio swap and shop. It's, yep. in fact, in Preston, it goes back decades,
4: Tradio. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I want to yeah, do that absolutely. right now. I'm trying to sell my bike.
0: All right. Hey, Brian, thanks for listening out there, bud. We appreciate it, and thanks for calling in.
7: Hi, right, thank you.
0: All right, we'll see you later. Follow Central North Dakota. Yeah. I'm That's sure. the Paris to... of South Dakota. You're trying to sell something, Case? Yeah, I have a, a
4: Trek Verve 2. Uh, it's kind of like a hybrid mountain bike. It's good, like, touring, you know, tooling around town bike. But, right, uh, right. Yeah, I have too many bikes, and I have no need for that. Yeah, my Man. name is Casey. I got a bike. It's a Trek. What is that, a Trek? It's a Trek Verve 2. A trek Verve 2. What are you asking for? Uh, yeah, uh, It's from 2015, probably, like, I don't know. 200? You should have a price in mind. Yeah, you, yeah, have, I to, have, you, have,
2: to, you have to research I, you I don't know,
3: know I, seldom works. Now,
4: I, could, I don't want to ask too much, but I think $200 ought to get the job done. Wish ask, was a, a way wish there a way to get the word out
0: of
3: it. I know. That. I'm looking. I'm well, we'll trying tra- to figure it out. Why yeah. don't you call up the Tradio in Bismarck? Yeah.
0: God. Imagine if we did that one morning here on the show. <laughs> we, well, we, mean, t- we could. We talked but, about it
3: for years. And yeah. we did something close when we had Nick's garage sale in the parking lot. That was fun. Getting rid of my crap. Do you want to do that one morning? Our I own don't trading, know, bringing man. stuff. I have stuff I'm looking to unload. That oh, you I mean just can... our own stuff? Yeah. yeah, why not? Yeah, and
4: and so, donate well, the
3: money to Nick. Are you looking to? <laughs> <laughs>
0: are you looking to sell it or trade it?
4: Um, I'm looking to to trade it for money.
3: Wait a second, <laughs> Preston. Was the original tradeio for money or was it for another? It was for money. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah.
0: Or or like it, they, they, there were there was trading of services as was well. Was there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like prostitution? Yeah. Exactly. No. no. Uh, like, I'll uh, give you a
3: hummer for that coax.
0: Uh, like uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't remember specifically, but I do remember that when
2: I was quarantined at home and I was exposed and I had to stay home, um, I cleaned out my basement. I cleaned out all my cabinets, everything, and I had all these things. Nothing thing that I would like was worth selling or worth right, right. So, and I didn't but it was like still usable I didn't want to just throw it in the trash and some of it a lot of it was um glass so you know to donate that put it in a bag take it so, like it's a pain so I just separated it all and I left it on my neighbor's doorsteps and didn't say that it was from me <gasps> what,
3: what? Uh, oh my what? God. You, you put your garbage on other people's was, door
2: no it was listen they so uh, eventually they figured out it was me and uh I got pictures and I think it was yeah because uh, it, this was in November. Yeah. So on Thanksgiving, I got pictures, and uh, people used like the serving trays that I left and okay. yeah, bowls, a wine chiller.
4: So we have a green <laughs> drop. Uh, oh, that's a uh, it's basically a trailer you can drop basically anything off of because they, they collect for Purple Heart. And, right, you right. Know,
5: and so you they're c- an umbrella donation agency. Yeah, 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 yeah,
4: yeah. And so, I mean, whenever I'm kind of getting rid of some stuff at my house, as long as it's not.
2: I just read something about Fresh, them, yeah. though, that, they're, um, that their workers are now, like, uh, I don't want to use the wrong word, but, like. Uh, disgruntled? Maybe, no, not forcefully, but, like, gruntled? asking for tips when oh, you drop really? off. I'm not doing oh. that. Yeah. So, so they're so not disgruntled, they're gruntled. People were, were getting turned away, you know, getting turned off by it. Well, asking all, for tips. What
3: group is this? I'm is, sorry. Is, is there a green Drop. Is, okay. the, is the name like of it. a
2: donation drop site?
3: Now, you, now you say you've heard. You're not. We're not confirming, but this is right. a, the case that uh, some people have complained that they may have asked for tips. Yes.
2: I have never
4: ever. I always carry it from my car to the trailer, so they're not getting tipped for that.
3: Right. I'm doing the work. I bring stuff to Goodwill. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and I I've seen the various Goodwill stores that I've seen are run well, and they sell the stuff, and you know that the money's going. To, or they right. sort of assume it's going to
0: a good cause. Well, they, yeah, they pay their employees yes, and stuff right, like that. Yeah. So um, they uh, people get some work out of it. Okay, Green Drop. Yeah, I've seen these yeah. before. Okay. Uh,
4: I don't know what this is. I just, you know, I heard the word Tradio. Um, and I just want to say this out loud. Afradio.
3: I don't know what that is. <laughs> He's <but> an idea <laughs> guy. I'm an idea guy. Yeah.
4: And I don't know what it is. Just a
3: Afradio. Just Afradio. Now you put, put the engineering me. team on it. Yep, maybe Halloween. Yes, that's what I'm thinking.
0: What about Ascardio? dio? <laughs> How about Su- yeah, Su- stupid audio. Of about a stupid <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. A All right, anyhow, I have a couple of other uh, local stories uh, that I thought were, a uh, were passing along. Uh, Pennsylvania authorities are urging people to stop throwing their coronavirus protective masks into the state's streams. Oh my God. The Pennsylvania Fish and Boat Commission borrowed a line from Dr. Seuss's children's book, The Lorax, writing on Facebook. Uh, we are the PFBC. We speak for the fishes. Please listen now to our 2021 wishes. Uh, when done wearing your masks, don't be mean. Please throw it in the trash, not in the stream. Uh, they also include an image of a fish wearing a surgical mask. Across the country, improperly disposed masks and gloves have been uh, linked to clogged storm drains and, chat and sewers and all kinds of stuff. It, it pisses me off. when you, You'll just see, besides the surgical
3: masks and stuff like that, if you're ever down or you're anywhere near, like, the banks of the schoolling, you see bags of garbage. Oh, my God, That yeah. people have just dropped off there. I'm like, God,
4: God, come on. Okay, so let me ask you a question, because I have seen it a couple of times over the last couple of weeks, and, and I don't say anything, and I don't know why. what. No, oh, no, I would say, say something. That. definitely I would it. have to say something about no, that. But in particular, I saw a guy take a, a pack of gum out of his pocket, yeah. take the gum out, put the gum in his mouth, and just threw no. the thing on the ground. And no. no, it's a small piece of trash, but I'm like, it's dude. Put it in your pocket. Put it in your pocket? Sell
3: it on Tradio.
4: On-
5: <laughs> <laughs> You're making me a fradio. What about the guys who, um, <laughs> the people who... Bag dog poop and then leave the bag of dog poop. Like you've already taken the time to actually bag the dog poop and you leave that <laughs> so on Nick, the trail. So, Nick,
3: my question is do you believe that you're? it's incumbent upon you to gift wrap it and <laughs> just right. leave it? Take so it with you. You don't want to walk with the or bag of poop in I've your seen hand? people on trails, you know, like along the path, the dog craps, they put it in the bag and then just put the bag by this. It's like. That's what I'm saying. W- yeah. What is that? I see it in Valley Forge a lot. I don't understand the effort
5: that it takes to bag the poop, but then to leave the bag behind.
0: By the way, I want to point this out, Casey. So, you know, you, you, I, I think we all believe we see somebody just taking a piece of trash like that, like a wrapper, and just throwing it on the ground going, what yeah. w- What the hell are you doing? Yeah. Um, so if you are thinking that same thing right now, and you happen to be a smoker that flicks their cigarette yes. butts out of anywhere, you're doing the same thing. Yes. You're doing the exact same thing. It's Maybe the same it's, amount of trash. Look at the man in the mirror. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, man. I'm asking him Wake to up. change his ways, guys. <laughs> um... So, so yeah, I, I, and the mask thing, I don't, I don't understand. I mean, you put it in your pocket, yeah. Throw it away you, when you get to a. Do you, when you drive across town to the river,
4: yeah. yeah. Come and on. You, you just throw your masks away all willy-nilly? All willy-nilly? Yeah. I hope when I see masks on the ground, I, I hope when you, I see you them. You put them on, right? No. <laughs> no, not right away. I take them home and I soak them. Hey, right. free masks cold water. <laughs> Let the kids try them on. Yeah. <laughs> hey,
3: look, a, a <laughs> cigarette butt. <laughs> look what I found. No, I hope that <laughs> they were
4: accidentally dropped, you know? And that's, that's, the, that's the little story I tell myself is, oh, somebody lost
3: their mask. Man. Oh, <laughs> someone lost their mask. <laughs> smells like garlic. <laughs> tastes like
0: <laughs> yeah so i i did not know that that was uh that had become an issue out in the wild uh but uh yeah they're asking for you to uh to clean up and i, I do get pretty incensed my my daughter and i go uh hiking from time to time in our parks and, yes and we'll see trash sitting out i'm like what, no what is why
3: it's yeah. a beautiful keep it Come pristine on, for everyone that's my to me it, environmentalism in other words taking care of our parks and stuff like that that that's that's especially when you go out and see and you're saying, wow, I can't believe I've I've hiked this far into this area and there's yeah. garbage sitting here. Yeah. It's like, really? Yeah. Yep. No. That's what, like, like, national parks, like, I
4: was really, really impressed with Zion and Grand Canyon for for the most part, like, I mean... And it's, Endor. And Endor's really yeah. nice, too, but it, it's it's virtually litter free you might
5: see like a random you know bottle or, well, they, or a wrapper or whatever they but... stress the message of pack it in pack it out mm-hmm. uh really well and and so there's a, a mantra that's being reinforced and that's why unfortunately messages like this have to be said over and over again
0: wait here's a here's a couple of texts coming in it says people leave their dog they leave their bags because there are no trash cans on the trail and they don't want to walk for hours with a bag of poop in their hand well then don't walk wait, with wait the then then yeah. on their way back they will pick up the bags and take them out of the park with him, at least that's what I do. They said, and then there's another one that follows up with that and if you do no, that what's oh God, okay, sack up and carry the frickin' bag of dog poop or double
3: bag it or triple yeah. bag it if you if you're looking to avoid the order, the or, order, or leave a note with the bag saying hey i'm i'm coming, I'm coming back, coming back in back eighteen <laughs> minutes to pick this up. Or real- And leave your name and
0: address and your Social Security number.
2: Or don't take your dog if you don't want to have the responsibility of cleaning up his crap.
0: Kathy, you said the the word, responsibility, right there. You know, it's part of being a dog owner. This is what you take on, and you're expected to do that. And if you can't do that, don't get a goddamn dog or leave the dog at home. You know what I
3: do? What? I eat it. You eat the poop. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. I eat it? recycling it's, it's my Steve. dog yes. my responsibility yeah. that i
0: eat it is environmentally yes. conscious right there i'm not That's, happy
3: about it no
0: but i do it for you sorry yes. sir you have something right here on the, <laughs> my dog's poop on your lip there. you know why because i love you <laughs> uh yeah i listen i don't like taking that warm still warm bag yeah. rubbing it yeah. on your face and rubbing it all over my body I don't like no but i it. will i'll put it in my pocket or what my what we got at the pet store is just this tiny little bag where number one the the, the dog poop bags come out of but there's also a little pouch oh. that you can put it right in you can put it right in there and you have, some, and I have a, my dog is a little bit bigger
3: but there's a, there's another they sell them at any pet store
8: yeah
3: uh, uh, you know go to Mo- monster pets go go pick it up there there are um, the, the containers that actually hold the smell in and you just, you walk it along. It's not intrusive. Yeah. As if you're going on a long walk and you just bring it with you. My, like I'm, I, I find it hard to believe that you can remember exactly where you left your bag of dog poop, you know? Yeah. But I mean, uh, listen, I, at least if you're making the effort, then that's nice. But I, I agree you, that undermines the whole purpose of, do- of bagging the dog. Poop. You know, the surveyors
4: who have those, uh, those little like white flags on the, um, with a, uh you just plant
0: that into yeah. the ground. If you did that, then yeah, maybe. Was, yeah. no. Hang on here. Let me go to let me go to Kenny. Hey Kenny. Kenny.
8: <laughs> Wee, look what I get to do. Hey.
7: <laughs>
0: What's up, Kenny?
7: Hey, I was just calling about the dog poop. It doesn't make any sense, man. They're animals. If if you're really that concerned about carrying a bag, how about not just don't bring the bag and just let your dog poop in the woods and <clears throat> just forget about it.
3: So I've you know, like, done I've gone off trail if I have the dog and I and I've if I've take my little dog poopy thing and I don't have the uh, the bags, I didn't realize it was out of bags, then you go deep into the woods and I'll will and she has to go I'll let her do her business. Yeah. But the the truth is you're you're kind of you try to avoid that. You are trying yeah. to, you know, to some extent, I think. Yeah. If the dogs but not pretty, I, I know that there are deer and there are animals that are pooping in the woods as well. I, I get it. Yeah. But I,
4: and if, the, if they're not pooping on trail, and I'm not yeah. saying this because I'm guilty of it, yeah. but you're absolutely right. There I are agree. other animals out there that are pooping off trail as well. Okay, so I, I just, thing, I just don't think you're you...
11: going to make a poop
7: fossil with the bag. <laughs> the bag will just sit there, and the poop will never decompose. You're right. right. So, so you're but,
0: right, but Kenny. If, if if your dog does drop, if your dog does drop right on the trail, you, you need to clean oh, it. Oh yeah,
3: well yeah, but or just kick it off in the. Woods. <laughs> <laughs> or, you can do that. Or yeah. do what I do and eat it. Yeah. Oh, but then there's you, dirt you in hike it, Steve.
7: 10 miles, 15 miles with your dog. Like I go on really long hikes and to be honest,
3: I'm not carrying poop bags back with me. So here's what well, I do. I I've I've done likewise. I do I'll do long hikes if if the the dog is crapped on the um if the, sometimes you just turn around and the dog is going. Yeah. And if the dog is going and it's going on the on the path, I scoop it up. And then once that's happened, I'm taking it with me until I can find a place to dispose of it. If the dog is making the movements and I am sans bags, I will go deeper into the woods and let her crap there. Or you
4: can get biodegradable bags, pick it up, and then toss it into mail the it to woods, a mail it to a friend.
0: Do they have those? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> come on they man. Have to. You
3: just sobbed <laughs> it and then you
4: <laughs> I know. Well, I said it. <laughs>
3: They've got biodegradable bags that if you they throw do. them up into the air, they turn into doves. Yeah. <laughs> no, they turn into
0: tadpoles yes. <laughs> and they come to the ground as, as frogs. frogs. Hey, wait or, a second. Yeah. All right.
4: Anyway. But yes, they have I'm I'm doubling yeah. down.
0: They well, do. What was that Without movie with? you doing any research on that? Yep. What was okay. that movie with Look Jack Black yeah. and Ben Stiller?
3: Yeah. Oh. Uh, Envy. Envy. Yeah. Where he, they the, oh, yeah. yeah. The spray yeah. that will yeah. dissolve the dog to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I, I wish they had that. That'd be
0: great. Uh, biodegradable pet waste bags. Boom. yes, and But I don't know if that means you can just leave them laying out. Again, anyways. listen. If you're going to take the time to bag the poop, carry that bag yeah. with you. You know, A couple of people were texting in and calls coming up, like, Lisa here, Lisa, I'm not going to be able to get your call because we got to take a break, but uh, they clip them to the dog's yeah. collar. Yeah. yeah. Or or harness or whatever or, they have. Or the put dog it back in
4: it, it.
3: the dog's butt. Yeah. You
0: can,
4: Stay this for later, you know what really bothers me? My mom is on trash day when people walk their dogs in my neighborhood, yeah, they'll throw their dog poop bags in our empty trash cans, and like I get it, like you're in my neighborhood, yeah. meaning. You live maybe a quarter of a mile away. You can walk with your with your poop bag and put it in your own trash can, but it's it doesn't bother it, me. If as I'm much walking as
3: past bother. trash that's ready to be picked up, yeah, that's okay. a different then I will story. do that. Yeah, I'll do that. If to. I'm walking past an empty trash can, I will not do that. Right.
0: right. Agreed. Yeah. I won't walk up into the garage. Yeah, and drop I, won't, it off. I won't.
3: I won't. I won't. I won't go into the living room window. Right. Yeah. Go inside and put right. it on the master bedroom pillow. No. Sorry, just dropping the thought.
4: Put it in the toilet.
3: Yeah. I
0: left you something
3: there. I live a block away. All
0: right. Anyhow, uh, they're asking the Pennsylvania um, uh, authorities are asking uh, fishermen to stop throwing your your masks in the water. Oh, it's fishermen pr- pr- predominantly. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. so please take them there. All right. Anyhow, uh, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment. We have an announcement when we return. A big one. think you're going to like it. And guess what? The sun is shining right now. It's wonderful. We haven't seen it in a few days. It's going to be a nice day. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us.
1: The Preston and Steve Show Podcast. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. So,
0: yes, we're going to do the B-file, Yes. and then right after that, we have an announcement to make. So stay with
1: us through this. Now, WMMR presents <laughs> Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, Bizarre. Finally. Brought to you this morning by the
0: great Landis Theater. Come on, feel the noise with Quiet Riot, March 6th, the Landis Theater in Vineland, New Jersey. There are limited seats available, and you can go to the landistheater.com to get the information. We'll start with this. With his colorful hair, violent Spanish cursing, and his screen handle tattooed on his neck, Christian Laplace Torres has amassed 197,000 followers by posting jackass-style videos on Instagram. One clip shows him diving into a display crate of inflatable balls at a Walmart. Another depicts him twerking in a bikini in a parking lot as a pal dumps milk over his backside. One shows Laplace, most recently, his his screen name translates to tsunami son of a bitch, mostly naked, wriggling around as a buddy lights a firecracker squeezed between his butt cheeks. But now, Laplace's latest video has landed him in jail. Mm -hmm. Miami police arrested the 22-year-old Orlando man after he posted a video of himself jumping atop a Key Biscayne police vehicle, stomping up and down while screaming hysterically, I am the bitch beast. Mm -hmm. And he yells it while flexing. Now, the charge is felony criminal mischief. He's since been released from jail. He didn't return a message requesting an interview. uh, And cops say that the marked SUV belonged to a police sergeant who had been parked outside the Miami Plaza Tower Apartments in Miami. Uh, The SUV, he noticed on Saturday afternoon, had been vandalized, although an arrest report did not specify exactly how it was damaged. But the place's video got noticed online by police officers. He put it on Instagram (laughs) of him jumping up and down. Of course. That's what a beast bitch does on this police vehicle, and uh, he seems quite proud of the arrest. Uh, he had is uh, was, was proud of the notoriety on his Instagram story timeline. He posted a photo of his mugshot and even an interview another social media personality did with him about that arrest. So that's how people are making money now. Aren't,
3: aren't these stunts so kind of lame compared to jackass oh level stuff? Yes. I mean, yeah. that's really lame stuff.
0: Yeah, and uh, not near the. Uh, uh the gravitas. Uh, He's pouring uh, milk on me. Yep. The sheriff's office in South Carolina says a group of people who went to an abandoned home after hearing that it was haunted discovered a badly decomposing body in a deep freezer while they were there. Holy hell. Yeah. Uh, the sheriff's office says that the four of eight adults were out riding four-wheelers on Sunday when they decided to explore the property. Nah, it wasn't haunted. There was just a rotting body inside. Uh, the group spotted the freezer on the back porch, and an 18-year-old man opened it up to find out find what he thought was a body. Dove bars! Uh, deputies determined the remains were indeed human. Oh, my God. And identity and cause of death haven't been given pending an autopsy, the property owner is cooperating at this point. When you see one of
3: those freezers, don't you automatically... Uh,
0: we're talking about the ones that open them from the top. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking so. Body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. something's in there. Uh, a woman on a Bristol Mountain ski lift had a scary ride. Thankfully, some quick thinking help uh, helped her from getting injured. An unidentified woman had slipped from the ski lift Sunday, yeah. was dangling above the mountain, hanging from a chair, and the lift was stopped as soon as she slipped from her seat. And that's when staff members jumped into action. They had to hold a tarp underneath her. Yes. Uh, and she fell down and they, they caught her in it. Uh, <laughs> the incident was caught on video and shared on social media. Um, officials are investigating what allowed the woman to slip from her seat. I got to uh, imagine that happens. Oh, yeah. Off, more often than we know. I. Anytime yeah. I've been skiing, I've seen one or two not people dangling from the right, right. The, the chairlift, but i you, you see getting, them getting knocked up by over, it. Yeah. getting caught by it, and then right. they usually stop it right away. So yeah, they're looking into that. Uh, this is out of Australia. Two mates have stumbled across a naked fugitive living off snails and hiding in croc infested mangroves during a fishing trip near Darwin. Uh, Cam Faust and Kevin Joyner. I have
10: three testicles.
0: <laughs> Cam Faust and Kevin Joyner were in a uh, tinny laying crab traps north of Darwin when they heard someone calling for help uh, from in the mangroves on su- Sunday afternoon. Uh, according to Mr. Faust, he said, We heard this faint like, Ah, ah. And I said to me, Mate, "That is that guy saying help? So we got a bit closer, and I said, I can see you. Uh, to their surprise, when the pair got closer, what they found was a naked man clinging to branches, filthy and covered in bug bites. I
3: can't get oh, any geez. Wi-Fi signal. <laughs>
0: Uh, Luke Veskarensky said, I've been eating snail. Uh, he was stuck there after getting lost. He said he was stuck there on his, uh, way getting lost back from a New Year's Eve party days earlier. Uh, and according to Mr. Faust, he said, we thought that he was having us on taking the piss. And then we went closer and realized the severity thought he would, they were joking. Around. Right,
3: right, right. Uh, but uh, com- let's, let's put this into perspective. If you go to any French restaurant,
0: that's the most expensive thing on the menu. Oh, snails. Yes. yes. Uh, he said, completely naked, cuts all over him, swollen feet, covered in mud. Uh, the friend said the 40-year-old really wanted to get out of there and was happy to get in the boat where he was welcomed with a nice cold beer. Uh, they agreed Mr. Faust would gift the stark naked man his shorts as he was in a better position to do so. Uh, Mr. Joyner said, I wasn't wearing any undies, so I couldn't <laughs> give him mine. After bringing the guy back down to the town and calling an ambulance, the friends found out the real reason that he was in the middle of nowhere. Uh, Faust said... Uh, I was going to go visit him in the hospital, and my partner's, uh, my partner's a, a paramedic saying he's in the hospital with handcuffs on. Two cops is babysitting him. So we were like, all right, maybe we'll leave it. The truth was the guy was uh, wanted on an arrest warrant for allegedly breaching bail over an armed robbery. So this was the guy who was... They found him. They yeah. found, okay, all He right. had broken free. He had uh-huh. escaped days earlier. He had been mm. wearing leg shackles, and he got out of them, and he went into the no. wild, essentially. But this area that he was yeah, in yeah, yeah. is known for crocodiles and all kinds of reptiles, this guy's lucky that he is alive. There ain't no wild like Australian wild. Exactly. One last so- story. Some people are enraged by a 108-foot-long sculpture of a vagina that's been embedded in a hill in Brazil. The red sculpture is titled, uh, titled Diva and is the creation of visual artist uh, Juliana Notari on social media, many slammed the sculpture, vagina. calling it calling it inappropriate or stupid, while others praised it by calling it beautiful and amazing. They say
3: that one week a month, you got to clear out of the area. <laughs>
0: Natari notes that the piece is intended to drive people to, quote, question the relationship between nature and culture and our phallocentric and an- uh, anthropocentric Western society, as well as provoke a debate over the problemization of gender. So the big vagina is supposed to do all this? A 108-foot vagina. We're looking at a picture of it. That's hilarious! Yeah, I love that. Up next, butthole (laughs) on the other side of the mountain. Mountain butthole on the other side. Yes, you got to go around this ridge. (laughs) I love it! I love it! And there you go. That's what we have in the bizarre file. All right, you guys ready? Yeah, we are set to make an announcement. And we're excited to bring them. What's wonderful is this starts on Friday. So, ladies and gentlemen, we introduce to you MMR's No Sad Dough Cash. Yeah. That's right. We've taken No Sad Bro and turned it into No Sad Dough. It gives you a chance seven times a day to win five hundred bucks. Uh, now, I didn't normally, realize it was seven. I thought yeah. it was five. No, normally we do like three or five. We've amped it up, and there will be seven opportunities wow. per day for you to win 500 bucks. It starts this Friday, so listen at these times to try and win. 8 a.m., 10 a.m., noon, two, four, six, and 8. Jeez. Yeah. So essentially it's it's pretty much every other hour. In fact, is it every other it, 8, Pretty 10, much, 12, yeah. Two four six and eight. There you go. Every other hour your chance to win five hundred bucks. So here's what's gonna happen. Each time we will announce a keyword, and then we will give you until fifteen minutes after the hour to enter. Uh, there are three ways to do that. You can do it through the MMR app on your mobile device, on the contest page W MMR dot com or you can text it to a special court uh, short code number, which is four five nine one one. We've done contests like this many times throughout the year so uh, i think you know the drill
3: absolutely i was excited initially and then with the additional times yes. it's like this is off the charts this is really cool and honestly what better way to ensure
0: no sad bro that's right yeah. than with no sad dough exactly one winner gets five hundred dollars everyone that enters via the app or wmmr.com whether you win or not that five hundred dollars you'll be entered to win ten thousand dollar grand prize so it's a win-win all the way around Complete contest rules available at WMMR.com. So this starts on Friday with us, President Steve Show. We alone give you two opportunities uh, to win
3: that money. And isn't there some uh, wonderful video work available for the viewing? uh, Uh, I saw a promo yesterday.
0: Uh, Case, is that promo up and running yet? Uh, It will be later on today. All right. right. You're you're going to love it. So no sad dough, five hundred bucks in cash, seven times a day, and that will start on Friday. So we're very, very excited about it,
3: especially now more than ever. Absolutely, uh, I, I think I, I'm so happy
0: we're doing this,
3: and I'm so glad they were able to pull it together. Yep.
0: All right, let's take a break. Come back in a moment. I believe when we get back, yeah, we're going to have uh, Terrell Owens on the show. So stay with us. We'll
6: be right back. Love MMR. Buy some gear. Check out the Rock Shop at wmmr.com. Snazzy.
3: Stephen's brand-new deep navy blue and sparkling 24-karat gold-dipped Twinkle Twinkle roses is here. Don't miss out. Imagine the blue color of the sky just before the sun sets when you can start to see all the stars sparkling in the night sky. See Stephen's exclusive Twinkle Twinkle Rose now at IHateStevenSinger.com. Real jewelers, real roses with a real lifetime guarantee. Ship fast and free. Check out the entire collection of Stephen's famous roses, starting at only $59. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. (tuk) Intro Stephen's brand-new deep navy blue and sparkling 24-karat gold-dipped Twinkle Twinkle roses here. Don't miss out. Imagine the blue color of the sky just before the sun sets when you can start to see all the stars sparkling in the night sky. See Stephen's exclusive Twinkle Twinkle Rose now at IHateStevenSinger.com. Real jewelers, real roses with a real lifetime guarantee. Ship fast and free. Check out the entire collection of Stephen's famous roses, starting at only $59. That's IHateStevenSinger.com
6: back with more of the Preston and Steve show podcast
0: how about we talk to an NFL Hall of Famer I think oh, that'd be really cool not bad right now yeah. he's in the world of wine which is a good place to be it, it is a lot of success in that, uh, yeah. in that realm especially if it hits uh, and of course he played here uh, for two seasons and we are going to welcome onto the program right now Terrell Owens yeah. Yeah. TL, good morning sir
11: uh, good morning. How are you guys doing?
0: We're we're doing fantastic. It's it's great to talk to you. Where do you where do you reside these days?
11: Uh, I'm back and forth between uh, Los Angeles and uh, in Florida, northern Florida. Oh wow,
0: you span the country yep. back and forth all the time. Then it's it's kind of cool. Culture- well, no, go ahead.
11: No, I mean since the pandemic, uh, I've just been out here uh, pretty much. Uh, you know, since all of that started. And, uh, yeah, i just been back to LA a couple of times just to kind of check on my place and <laughs> some business stuff. And, uh, part of, you know, back and forth would include, obviously, uh, you know, catching up with, uh, you know, some of the dealings with my wine and my clothing line. So, uh, that's been about it. Uh, it's amazing what you can accomplish dur- during this uh, pandemic.
3: <laughs> yeah.
11: Yeah. you yeah, you suddenly your schedule
3: clears up and you have room to take care of other things. Um, Preston made a, an allusion to the fact that a lot of, um, the people are finding success with, you know, you, you, look at some of the celebrities who have gone into the world of, of spirits and, and, and their own lines. Francis Ford Coppola, the, the legendary director of the Godfather series, his wine line has made far more than his movies ever made. So I wanted to ask you, was this something that was brought to you where you are just a, a wine drinker with a casual interest, or was this something that you said, I really want to spearhead this?
11: Well, I think it was just uh, sort of like a casual interest. Uh, I think a lot of people that followed me throughout my career, I wasn't much of a drinker, but um, over the last few years, uh, I've been able to kind of, you know, kind of develop my palate a little bit, you know, for different wines and and tastes or what have you, and obviously obviously running and 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 making a connection with the Thomas Thorta family um it's been it's been an awesome uh process uh you know throughout the pandemic you know we met through some mutual friends and uh yeah it's it's uh it's been very very interesting uh I wouldn't say that I was a sommelier yet right right, right. <laughs> right right That takes but, a lot of time That's okay though that's yeah. all right you
3: know what you like and that's all that matters
11: right absolutely when you think about a a, a cabernet um, some of the, the descriptions of it would be like big, bold, and dry, except for the dry part. I wouldn't consider myself dry, but when you, when you talk about big and bold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's, uh, that's true. It uh, 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 that, that, that fits me to the T, and so I'm like, man, this <laughs> might be... Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's been interesting just talking to, uh, you know, the, the person that I, you know, have helped me throughout the process, uh, that handled some of the business fairs of the Tumla, uh, sort Sorda of family. Her name is Janice. And, uh, it's been interesting, um, you know, to say the least in all good ways, uh, for, for example, and just me learning about, uh, wines and, and, and notes and tastes and things of that nature. So I, I'm looking forward. I mean, we've launched it. Uh, it's out. Um, for people that want to uh, again uh, check it out, you can go to 81 dot com. And I came up with the with the uh, the domain name because I I, I really wanted to play, play pay a little bit of a tribute to Kobe. Uh, Kobe was a good friend of mine. Um, obviously, we we, he, we we lost him last year, and uh, I I wanted to you know kind of just have a little signature, a little note, uh, just kind of pay a little homage to him with 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 my name per se. Yeah. So um, so it's been it's been great.
0: That's cool, and I like the logo, too. If you yeah. take a look at it, it doesn't, it doesn't overtly scream mm. your name, but if you take a closer look, you're like, oh, that's a T.O., yeah.
8: <laughs> and it's
0: a really, really cool, cool sleek, um, uh, really sophisticated-looking design. Where did that come
11: about? Um, the logo, like I said, I, I mean, we've um, we've been working on the actual labels and things of that nature. Um, they wanted to try to surprise me and, and release and launch on my birthday, which was December the 7th. Uh, but being that I'm so particular and I've been hands on, uh, very involved in, um, you know, I, I was very gracious that they wanted me to be involved in the process uh, aesthetically with the bottle. And, you know, obviously uh, you go down a wine aisle. Uh, you look at the number of colors that pop out to you and, and you gravitate to one uh, more than the other. Mm-hmm. And so because we kind we, we of... Took a little bit longer to to really get the label to its liking um i didn't want to sacrifice just rushing it to market without uh you know having the aesthetics of the bottle and all those things that you described you talk about sleek and uh more it looks more high-end um that's what i wanted so i delayed it you know just a bit so we didn't get to really they didn't get to surprise me on my birthday but again i it, I've been a big part of this process, and uh, I've had the logo, um, you know, for a while now. Um, and like I said, that's part of the branding, and that's going to be that that logo that you see on the outside of that bottle. Um, that's going to be a logo that's obviously a part of my clothing line as well. So okay. the logo
3: will end up in the in the clothing line, and, and I would assume that also your experience with with the the clothing line, and and you know, listen, a lot of times what happens is a name gets affixed to something, and it's and, and a celebrity or an athlete isn't really invested, it, and it, it sounds like you are invested in the different aspects of this, uh, because I assume you don't want anything going out that is associated with you that you wouldn't feel uh, represented you properly.
11: Well, absolutely, and I'm not the only one vested in this. Uh, you think about t- Tommy Lasorda um, and what he's accomplished uh, throughout the, throughout the course of his career, and uh, I mean, you, you're talking about it's a it was a perfect marriage when you talk about collect, you know combining two Hall of Famers um, in in a, in a venture like this um, that that stream that that really kind of screams uh, you know greatness, and you you have to obviously have something that reflects and um, <laughs> right, yeah
0: t o you still there
11: yeah yeah okay. okay so we
0: we lost you for a second i'm sorry
5: t o this is this is Nick i'm a, a big wine drinker, and I just wanted to say that that was a' it's a really astute observation about walking down the aisle and um seeing a label that you like and gravitating towards it however if if it's in the bottle doesn't taste good uh you're probably not going to buy it again and i'm curious as to what parallels you've drawn from being in the n f l and um seeing uh a player and and seeing him from the outside and uh you know, gathering an opinion about that player from looks versus what that player actually is on the inside?
11: Well, I think that will fit me to the T. <laughs> um, um, I mean, again, a lot of people have a lot of perceptions. Uh, about me i uh, 've been portrayed a certain way um but i 've been fortunate again just to be be a strong minded individual uh that i 've had the support of you know players throughout the course of the league and and coaches or what have you um but again that 's that's that 's part of it the aesthetics and and at the end of the day yeah it 's all about what 's on the inside, and so obviously with my wine. Um, again, I've had a lot of help with the process, you know, throughout the course of, uh, probably the last six to eight months to really finalize the taste. I mean, of you know, just, you know, when I was here in Florida, just, I mean, it, it was very meticulous that, you know, they couldn't send wines through, uh, through the mail or what have you because of certain temperatures. And, you know, obviously in Florida, it's very, very hot. Uh, the same in, in 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 Los Angeles, and so uh, again, like I said, it's it's something that I've become very very knowledgeable about, uh, knowledgeable uh, about. And so when you talk about the the, the inside, and you talk about the palate uh, of a wine, when you talk about this cab blend, um, mine will consist of like a ripe uh, black cherries with a uh, cinnamon stick aromas, huh. um, and those with a palate of plum preserves. Dark chocolate and spicy toasted oak. Um, you would think that I'm describing myself. <laughs> 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 that's great, <laughs> yeah, but it's not. It's, it's honestly those are, like I said, the notes, the ingredients uh, of the wines. And so I'm looking forward to obviously getting to uh, the vineyard, which is uh, in uh, Paso Robles, which is in Northern Carol- uh, California, uh, to really uh, you know just delve off in, uh, into into everything.
0: Uh if you're just tuning in it's uh, Terrell Owens who we're talking to. T O I at the beginning of the interview we were talking about not being known as as much of a drinker and I did find that surprising because you were known for living a very very healthy lifestyle and right. w- one of the things that that made a lot of you know uh, tabloidish type splash in the uh uh in the in the papers and and on social media and so on uh was using that hyperbaric chamber that you use Dude, not that long ago. I was reading a study by scientists that were saying that they're, they're doing more research on those hyperbaric chambers, and it, like, comes close to, like, stopping the <laughs> aging process. Do you still use that or, or do treatments in those
11: things? Um, I do on occasion. Uh, absolutely, I do on occasion. And, and, and again, uh, I kind of was, like I said, very fortunate to, to have a team of people that I was associated with uh, with my training, um, my personal trainer, uh, in Atlanta, he pretty much introduced me to everybody that that helped me. When re- you think back to that that Super Bowl uh, uh, run that we had, um, and obviously the injury and the preparation and the rehab that went into that, um, you know, the, re- uh, the the hyperbaric chamber was a big pr- uh, part of that process, and, uh, and again, it acceler- accelerates the, the the healing process. Um, and so, when you think about what all it took to get to the Super Bowl, not only just, you know, the hyperbaric chamber, chamber but there were other elements to my rehab process, and, and that was obviously spearheaded by Rick Burkholder, who was the, the head trainer at that time. And so uh, I'm just very fortunate, again, to have had some of the people in my corner that directed me, uh, you know, in the right direction to to help me, you know, obviously become the uh, the football player that I became because my personal trainer, um, I, I, I attained him and uh, acquired him in 2000. And so he was my trainer uh, after my third year with the Niners uh, throughout the course of my career.
3: You know, it, it's interesting because I was watching a number of interviews and reading interviews with you and, you know, watching the progression over the years. And you seem right now to be a guy who's really, you know, you, you, like you, you, you found yourself, you, you know, you're you're in a good a good place. And I wonder just by in sports in general, you obviously had and have the chops you're, you know, able to do and you were able to deliver. But sports, the same things that the sports environment and sports fans will celebrate someone for, they will turn around and vilify someone for. So you come in and you have the big capability and the big personality. And I wonder, if, as you look back now on everything, is there anything you would have changed? Because it seems, at least judging from what I'm seeing now, that, that you're in a good spot. When you look back, how do you look at your own life? In, in, in a professional sports capacity?
11: Well, I mean, I looked at it just as that. I mean, I looked at it as life. You know, life is not perfect. Um, I wouldn't consider myself a perfect person. I wasn't a perfect football player. Um, and, and all all people, all walks of life, they're going to go through that. And so for me, um, I struggle with a lot of things. But when you talk about, you know, regret, and things of that nature I, I don't regret anything that I did and you know could I have done some things a bit differently absolutely um it's just like uh it's, it's just like wine we all age and uh you have to uh, uh, become the best version of yourself. And I think that's what I've done. You know, I'm, I'm aging like fine wine. So.
3: <laughs> no, but I sense that I really do. I mean, it was seeing you and, and reading, it was, I actually was smiling as I was reading about you and reading current stuff with you because you seem in a good place. And, and we, we yeah. like to see that because you, you'll always have a, a, a great spot in the hearts of Philadelphians. And, um, you know, I, I it's good to see you enjoying life.
11: Well, I mean, I think when I came to Philly and I think that's why a lot of the city, the the people and the fans of Philly gravitated towards me was because I felt like I I, I had that DNA of of all the people that live in Philly. You know, I had that DNA of hard work, um, you know, and that grit and that fire. Um, That's what I was born with. Uh, That's what I, I played with. And I think everybody saw that passion um you know it was displayed when i when I was on the football field, and you know for me, like i said i mean it's just like a it's just like a football game there's going to be some ebb and flows of it it 's never a perfect game. you can draw it out, map it out how you how you think it's going to go, but it never goes the the way that you want it and so for me, I struggled you know what I mean, and I knew that perception you know for me perception wasn't always reality right and so i Struggled, but I didn't. I didn't quit. Yeah, I heard all the outside noise. I knew the perception going from San Francisco coming to Philly, uh, what people were saying about me. But I knew that that wasn't my truth. Um, that's why I was able to go on that football field and still play at the level that I did, because I knew who I was on the inside, regardless of what the media was trying to do for, do a, for, uh, against me. You know, w- w- with creating some of the narratives. And I feel like if we were, if I was in a in an era where we are now, with so many Social media platforms, then I would have been able to kind of dispel or dispute some of those things. Um, But I did that really. Um, by By my play, because every time somebody said this and that and the other about me, I went on that football field and played beyond you know what they were already you know trying to do with me from a negative standpoint and so it basically quietened the criticism because if I would have gone on that football field and played poorly to me, all that was going to do was validate what they were saying
4: yeah, I was a member of the media and an Eagles fan and a season ticket holder at the same time, so when I saw this narrative being uh, written about you, I was like please don 't don't do this to my football team. Please don't do this. Uh, you know, you're, you're going to make everything implode. Uh, Terrell, I was in Jacksonville in 2004, and uh, I, have a, I have something in common with your quarterback at the time. Uh, I had gone out on Saturday night before the Super Bowl, and I had done a number on myself, and I had woken up on Sunday with what I consider to be a top three hangover in my, li- in my lifetime. I felt terrible on Super Bowl Sunday, and you've um, – uh, you have been in the uh news and social media lately talking about uh perhaps number five uh, having gone out the, the night before the Super Bowl and maybe not feeling his best on Super Bowl Sunday.
11: Well again that that, that situation uh resurfaced. Uh um, there there's obviously this uh this show that um, uh, 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 this guy, Master, I can't think of his, Master Tez, that's his name. And uh, he has this, this segment, this platform called Untold Stories. Um I've seen it with other guys um where they bring guys on and and again it's just that untold stories and it gives you an inside look at guys throughout the course of their careers or what have you and some of it is you know very informative it's 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 in your face uh and some of it a little bit a bit surprising so Donovan went on the show uh some months probably four or five months before I did and um all of this all these things that resurfaced um you know considering I think I've met Don and we we've seen each other since then uh since we played together and I thought we had basically like I said in the clips uh, on the show I thought we had squashed it and then all of a sudden you know four or five months uh you know comes uh, comes about and, and it resurfaces and so uh they asked me to basically you know kind of you know I guess respond to some of those things uh that he said you know so that's what it was and for me um I just tried to, you know, my best to basically answer uh, the critics and answer uh, – be an answer, I guess, respond to what he was saying. But it was – you know, I never brought it back up. It would have been dead in the water. Yeah. Um, but it's something that resurfaced that – um but only because of him. So it wasn't anything that I brought up. I thought, like I said, I thought we had basically kind of talked, and it was it, it was between us, and and that's where it was. But I mean, just if you listen to some of the things that he said, is very contradictory. Um, to say that you know um, I prevented them from running it back when during the course of the Super Bowl, um, leading the weeks leading up to the Super Bowl, he was asked questions of you know did they need me you know my the, my importance to the game, and he said he didn't need me. So why would you need me to run it back? when you didn't meet me for the Super Bowl, So these are some surprising things just to hear him uh, come out and say after so many years. And then obviously people saw the response uh, when the show came out and they basically were like, Oh, well, this is T.O. being the same old T.O. blah, 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 But like I said, I never brought it back up. This was never my doing.
3: But that is that's, and that's, you bring up a, a great point, which is it's the nature of the beast. It's the nature of reporting. If someone has sat there and asked you a question and you respond. And then what goes out is T.O. said this not, you know, not saying when I asked him, I, I led into this with this question. And it right. seems as if you just blurted it out.
4: Yeah, I didn't offer the information. Right, right, I, was, right, asked about, right. I yeah. was asked
3: about this. And so that's what people see. And they go, well, there there he is being what we expect him to be. But you're right. And that narrative is never portrayed a lot. And that's a lot of what fuels the way sports is reported.
11: Yeah, absolutely. And so it's it's unfortunate um, that this is how it played out, um, because everybody, like I said, I've, I've talked about this a number of times. But, you know, I didn't go in depth as far as, you know, uh, what had happened and what had transpired. Um, but for me, I'm, I'm human. Um, I'm not going to allow someone just to keep attacking, you know, who I am and, and, and attacking my character for so many years. I knew what transpired in that locker room. I think over the years when a lot of those Philly fans, if they were on the fence about, you know, me destroying the team or, you know, me preventing us from, you know, obviously making another run at the Super Bowl, um, the way management perceived me based on, you know, really uh, Donovan's, uh, I guess his, his, his stake, with the with the Eagles I mean um, he was a mainstay he had been there years prior so um, obviously me coming back I think had a lot to do with his input you know with the organization so um, again I'm still cool with with Andy Reid um, I haven't really talked with management uh, a lot but the way things unfolded um, he had a lot of say in whether I came back or not I'm I guarantee I'm 100% sure of that and had he basically said that he wanted to you know obviously work some things out and if we If we could have talked man to man, um, I would have been back. But Donovan obviously didn't want me back, and so it it is what it is. And and, and that's where things lie. And over the years, fans have started to see it unfold, see how you know who who was real and who wasn't yeah um, but i've always been the person you know now that i was then um i didn't sugarcoat anything i tried to do my best to like i said be quiet and not really say a whole lot but i'm not going to have a guy now like i said you know i can speak up for myself um i don't have any uh anything holding me back but i'm not going to allow for my to just keep attacking my character when i i went through 15 years of that yeah and it, Said, you know being there in Philly uh, one of the best places um, that I've ever played when people ask me you know what is the best team that I've ever played for um, you know and I tell them the obviously it's between um, Philly and Dallas and you know, I had some of my best best career, my best plays um, with those two teams. although I played eight years in in, in San Francisco, but when you talk about quality of quality of quarterbacks um, I got that with Donovan um, of course he could have been better we all could have been better but I had my best time and I think I identified with the DNA uh, with the city of Philadelphia so
4: there is there, when that was all going on and uh, there was you know we're not behind the closed doors we have no idea what's happening something to me didn't smell right the entire time and so there was obviously the thing between you and Donovan but man I couldn't help but feel like there was some somebody else in there that's that was poking around that did not belong in that situation and the name that comes to mind is Hugh Douglas because he wasn't even playing for the team at the time and there was something going on with him as well and I was like why, why are you why are you getting involved here like you don't play for the Eagles anymore like why are you even involved here can you uh, can you talk about his involvement in any of this stuff or, or was he not involved
11: well I think uh the the organization brought him on in a capacity of a. Uh... I can't remember the title that, that was like a had. consultant. Maybe was he a coach yeah. or okay. Um, something along those lines. And again, like I said, even the, uh, Hugh and I, we've, we've, we've talked, um, you know, obviously, you know, things transpire. uh, he and I, and, uh, again, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I don't really discuss that, you know, uh, because like I said, it's kind of water under the bridge. Okay. Um, but again at that time I'm sure he looks back on this situation and I'm sure he probably says, Oh yeah, I shouldn't have done this. Or he could have done some things differently. Maybe that's how it feels. Maybe he doesn't. But I think, you know, um, I think the world of Hugh, um, um, I don't have any ill will. I don't hold any grudges. Um, you know, towards him again. Like I said, I was doing the best that I could, and based on, I'm sure his relationship with Donovan was probably, you know, fueled some of the things that he had. You know, his thoughts or feelings toward me um, up until up into that point. I never. I mean, I didn't have anything uh, against Hugh. Um, you know, for the, for for all I know is uh, the experience and the knowledge I knew of Hugh. He was he played he played down in Jacksonville prior. Um, he was on the team uh, the year before. So when I got there and we had an opportunity to obviously, you know, do some great things. Um, but obviously, like I said, they had him on the team um, to at some capacity to a certain capacity. And again, he went, I'm sure, beyond the scope of what he should have been doing um, with that title. And things happen. And, and again, it, it, it is what it is uh, at this point. But. Right feel like we all like i said we if we could have kind of just you know uh, again got a grip on our emotions um really thought about you know thought through some things um maybe we could have done some things differently but um that's what that's that's really what we really what where we were uh, were at that time so
5: tia there, there is a similarity in the city right now with this team there's discord and um there's a uh, disconnection and so I'm, I'm curious as to what your opinion is on the quarterback controversy happening in Philadelphia right now and if you had to choose would you rather play with a guy like Jalen Hurts or Carson Wentz
11: Well I mean it, you you have to think about um what's at stake here and and obviously it's 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 wins and losses and and obviously you know uh, Carson is not the player uh you know Physically, I think, um, where he wants to be and where he was when he first came, you know, came into the league. Um, obviously, the, the injury that he sustained has really changed his game. And when you're not 100%, you know, and based on uh, the way that Jalen plays uh, and way, the, the way he's come in and played, a lot of the playmaking uh, that he's done, even when he hasn't, you know, I guess, you know, uh, read the defense uh, as quick as maybe a Carson uh would have or what have you his legs his mobility has allowed and enabled him to extend plays whereas Carson that's how he was when he first came in the league and when that happens when you have an injury like an ACL injury and if you're wearing I guess I don't know if he wears a brace or what have you your mobility is limited when you're not truly 100% then that's going to that's going to affect a lot of your game it's going to affect the accuracy you're not going to be able to roll out freely and and really uh, Get your feet and your head and hips and shoulders around and be able to to deliver the ball the way that you need to. Um, you think about I've heard all the you know the the, the justification of why Hurts uh, is playing better versus the way Carson is playing. Um, they talked about the the the, the influx of, of number of lines alignment uh, and, and, and that have been in and out of the lineup. But you have to think about you know both of them play behind a banged up line. Um, but if you look at the, the difference in, in the style of play it 's really the mobility and I think when you talk about Carson, does he have the ability to to, to, to really regain uh, the, the form and play of what he did once prior to the injury that That remains to be seen um, but I, again, but to his defense, you know in order for a guy like that that's very very talented, you have to have protection. Um, but again, you have to be able to move and manipulate defenses with your eyes, uh, go through your reads, deliver the ball, uh, get the ball out of your hand quick, and that comes with obviously game plans. And obviously, when you talk about game planning, yeah, they're going to game plan differently uh, with Carson than they will with with uh, with Jalen because you're going to cater your offense uh, around the strengths of your quarterback. I was I was able to see that when I played in San Francisco, when I played with uh, with Steve Young and other uh, you know pocket pass quarterbacks, and then I played with Jeff Jeff Garcia. Those styles are differently. They're, those styles are different. Jeff Garcia wasn't in your he wasn't your pocket passer. He was able to manipulate and move and make plays with rollouts and make plays with his feet. And so I had to adjust my game based on that. And so. That's what the team is going to have to do with Jalen or Carson moving forward. They're going to adjust that game. They're going to adjust the schemes based on the skill set of the quarterback.
0: Yeah, I can't really decide. I'm going to have to crack open a bottle of Cab and think about <laughs> it.
11: Uh, but I guess before. You got some.
5: <laughs> nice. <laughs> we could use some around here, too. Yeah. Listen, we
0: we we could go on talking for quite a while because you've got a lot to say and it's all good stuff. But we do have to wrap it up, uh, Terrell. But I just want to uh, end by number one, thanking you for coming on this morning, and two, uh, hitting the fact that you do have this new wine venture. It is a, a Cabernet Sauvignon for those who haven't uh, tuned in yet, and it's called eighty one. And I think you're going to have great success with it. You're, yeah, you're, you're partnered with a great uh, company in the Sorta family. Uh so we're just happy to hear you're doing well and you got you got great things and you had a great time here in Philly and that's great to hear, man.
11: No, I did. I had uh you know, I, I saw some highlights of, of uh of uh, of Ertz and uh, some of the things that uh, he was going through the just the array of motions, um, you know, just thinking that, that could be, you know, hit that could have been his last maybe his last yeah. game there at Lincoln financial, uh, stadium. And so, uh, I kind of went through those same emotions. Uh, I just didn't get the opportunity to, to walk it out like he did and soak everything up. Um, but I, I know what, I, I knew that feeling. Um, I definitely, I could empathize with him. Um, understanding, like, again, I came there solely to, to, to Philly, um, because number one, you know, Andy, Andy, Andy Reed wanted me there. Um, he felt like I was the missing piece to, to get, you know uh the city uh beyond the four nfc and the team before beyond those four nfc championships that they they couldn't get through and so uh yeah when i came there um the city of uh, philadelphia uh they welcomed me with open arms uh i'll never forget the feeling of just you know scoring touchdowns and the chance uh you know throughout the stadium that's something again like i said I, i will never ever forget so when you see that raw emotions uh when you think about you know how the city makes a player feel it's really, really real. It's, it's it's raw. It's authentic. And so, uh, again, I appreciate you know my time there with Philly. Unfortunately, uh, like I said, it it didn't it didn't last uh, as long as I would would have wanted. Um, but I, I truly say this all the time: if I could have stayed, then I would have. Uh, it just wasn't up to. Uh, it wasn't my decision to to do that. And I think, like I said earlier, uh, Donovan played a big big part and a, had a big hand in me not coming back. And that's that's unfortunate not yeah. only for the. That I played with, but the city. And so I think, as I said earlier, everybody over the years have, like I said, I haven't changed as a, as a person. I think everybody has witnessed, you know, and has their opinions about, you know, really whose fault it was or, or not. But at the end of the day, like I said, we all probably could have done some things differently. Um, but for me, I don't regret anything that I did. Um, I, I, I was, I was, I was who I was. Um, like I said, I, I represented, you know, not only my 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 family. Represented that 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 black and green, um, and that eagle on the side of our, our helmets.
3: Well, okay. now you're a wine, a captain of the industry of the wine industry. So yeah. we we're, we're celebrating that and 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 congratulate you on the release of this uh, of this new venture. Yeah, we're happy for <laughs> your success,
0: Terrell. We yes. got to run, man. Thank you so much. We'll talk again another time. All right.
11: All right, no doubt, 81vino.com. You got it. Yeah. All right, Terrell
0: Owens, guys. Okay, we got to take a break. That was great, man. That was awesome. But we got more guests on the way, so we'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us.
7: Sad Doe. Your shot at cash seven times a day, starting Friday. Listen even hours. That's 8 and 10 a.m., noon, 2, 4, 6, and 8
6: p.m. Get the keyword, then text it to 45911. Or enter it via WMMR.com or our app to also get qualified for the $10,000
7: grand prize. See official rules and details at WMMR.com.
3: No! Sad
7: no Sad Dough. Starting Friday from 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks.
0: All right. Two minutes after 9 o'clock. And uh, we had a long conversation with uh, Tara Lowens. And uh, it's cool. Hence it bled into our next conversation. So we got to get right to our guest. We'll get to traffic in uh, just a little while. Uh, but he is on to speak about a series that premieres tomorrow night on NBC. And it is called Mr. Mayor. You've seen him on SNL for quite a few years, 2008, 2017. Please welcome Bobby Moynihan Yay! to the show. Good morning, Bobby. Hello. Welcome, sir. Good morning. How are you? Thank you for having me. Dude, we're doing good. Thanks for, thanks for coming on. I appreciate uh, your your check-in with us. And you've got to be excited. It's premiere time. How long ago were you guys uh, working on Mr. Mayor? Because obviously COVID has changed shooting schedules like crazy and everything had to be put on hold was this a while back that you shot it
7: uh yeah we started shooting uh you know uh, uh maybe over a year ago uh i think we got about nine episodes done and about halfway through those we took a year break and came back and wow. finished them up, or tried to finish them up yeah
3: it, it's, it's pretty wild because i was, I was uh, watching uh, an interview with you and you were talking about uh the the fact that you took the break, but you guys sort of just kept communicating and doing sort of table reads over Zoom, and that sort of forged like a friendship. Because I think I've said countless times, and it's been proven many times, that these shows live and die by the camaraderie of the ensemble. And so, in a way, did that help even more reinforce the the commitment and the ability to, uh, to gel and present that on screen? Uh,
7: yeah, I was not expecting to spend my... Pandemic
3: zooming with Holly Hunter and Ted Danson. Uh, yes, if, yeah. If, if it, you get the chance, you should do it because they're wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know that. It, it is. It is. Listen, you have Ted Danson. You look at Ted Danson's record: Cheers, Becker, The Good Place. Yeah. He has a, a a pedigree. Holly Hunter, obviously, uh, an incredible actress, Academy Award winner. So, uh Not th- familiar. And, and and yeah, not 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 too shabby. And then Tina Fey's production team behind this. So uh, you know, it's it's a tough thing. It's, a, it's it's almost like opening up a restaurant. You know, the odds are against you of having a show click. But this one looks poised um, to really deliver.
7: Uh, fingers crossed. Yeah, you can't you couldn't ask for a, a better team going in going into this. Uh, I, I I feel extremely lucky. I feel like I won a second TV lottery.
0: Yeah. You know what? And Bobby, I I mentioned your tenure with SNL at the the top and, and, you know, through those years, I would think that you would, you would meet the majority of celebrities that there are to meet at that, uh, having that long of a career on that type of show where you're constantly having people coming in either as a guest host or doing a guest appearance of some type. And I would imagine Ted and Holly had, had crossed your paths at some point through those years. Did they happen to?
7: That, that's funny. No, um, wow. not really. Uh, I, I had I had done I had done a uh, a job like when I first started, where I was doing a bit on the Conan O'Brien show, and Ted Danson was one of the guests, and uh, he literally in the break room handed me a cup of coffee. This is fifteen years ago. Wow. <laughs> he handed me a cup of coffee, and I and I said cheers. I was bartending a lot of the time, and I said cheers, and he was like, Ugh. Uh, <laughs> <I> said, No, <laughs> cringeworthy moment. <laughs> I I think back
3: on that moment a lot. Wow! <laughs> you know, it, it's funny. Let me ask you if this is a dynamic because coming from that, you would have your your on SNL. You have your your rehearsal. There's a rehearsal version of the show, and then the the show you go live. And what happens happens, and that's it. It's that's it for the rest of time. That version that hits the uh, you know live uh, is is what people will know forever. But with a a, a sitcom of this nature. Was it, uh, refreshing or a little unnerving to have multiple chances to get it right? Um,
7: it definitely, it definitely helps. Uh, <laughs> it also helps having, having Tina and Robert behind it too. Cause I felt like 95% of the work was done for me, but it's just, uh, it's 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 the best job in the world. I can't believe I, I, I get to do it, but uh, but having to not do it live is a, is a blessing.
4: Okay. So is this some? I mean, acting has it been something that uh, you had um, searched for your whole life? Like I saw that you went to uh, University of Connecticut. Did you major in theater when you were at UConn?
7: Um, I did. I was an acting major in college, but I don't think I really. I I mean, like I loved SNL. I always wanted to be on SNL, but like I didn't know what i was doing that's all of us (laughs) yeah Uh, yeah exactly After college, found up great citizens brigade and just
4: did that okay the the reason i was asked specifically about uconn is is one of my best friends growing up was an acting major there at the same time that you are and i wasn't sure how many students were in that major at the same time or if the name matt heron rings a bell to you at all
7: oh (laughs) and of course, <laughs> Are you in L.A.? Because, he, yeah.
4: he, you know, he's a florist in L.A. right now. He's at the pedal that's Workshop. Like
7: I see him all the
6: time on Instagram. Yeah. Oh, my that's God. Funny. Is yeah, that real? Yeah. 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 Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. There you go. Okay. He's mentioned him several
4: times right. over the year. That's oh, that's nice. really, really cool. Well, yeah. I'm going to have to mention oh, to him the the that I, I was talking
3: about you guys on the air today.
4: That's pretty <laughs> yeah. cool. Yeah,
7: wa- he's the greatest.
3: I wanted to ask you just quickly on this because the, you have the plot of the show, which is, 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 is kind of funny as far as just a contemporary thing. Uh, you, you're dealing with the world of politics. You're dealing with it. You know, obviously, we live in very volatile political times here, but it's really more of the behind the scenes of the politics. It's a guy, a retired businessman, Ted Danson, runs for mayor in L.A. He wants to prove he's still got kind of the mojo. And uh, but it's more it's basically his the family around him professionally and his actual family. That's the dynamic, correct?
7: Yeah like it couldn't be less about politics right it's it's about a bunch of it's about a bunch of maybe not the smartest people trying to do smart things and help people but they're not
0: (laughs) (laughs) i like that yeah uh with the uh the premiere being uh tomorrow night have you already seen your your episodes or do you get to uh, to experience this with the rest of us
7: um I, i i'm gonna get to experience it, with you guys i kind of can't wait we also reshot some stuff for the pilot you know after the fact uh to change some stuff so yeah there's new stuff in there i can't wait to see cool. and, yeah i can't wait for people to see it it's really good
3: i wanted to ask you if you're doing any more uh, i don't know if the pandemic lent itself to to doing more vo work i know you've done a lot of vo work you did stuff for the uh the star wars clone wars uh and you've done other stuff yeah. uh, have you been doing have you been active with that during the pandemic
7: yeah, that's another fun thing is having now having a recording studio in your closet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I feel very lucky that I've been able to keep doing that in, in, the, in the house and still mm. keep working.
0: Nice. All right, well, listen, tomorrow night we just yeah. want to point, point, two point people in the direction of NBC 8 o'clock. It's uh, Mr. Mayor that is uh, premiering. So, Bobby, happy for you, man. Congratulations and continued success. Thank you so much. All right, take care. Bobby, Yay. morning, guys. No, I, somebody had pointed out text-wise uh, that uh, they had uh, written in and said, I think Ted Danson has had a hit show for five straight decades. Wow. Man. It's pretty amazing. And here's yeah. a guy who you figure, okay, it's just a, kind of a,
3: a – you hang clothes on him. He's a model. Yeah, good-looking yeah, yeah, guy. I'm... I said, and he's – no, he's he's much more – you know what, though? One of the benefits of working with uh, Ted Dance would be uh, the possibility of meeting Mary Steenburgen. Mm. Oh, I, love I love her. her. <laughs> I <have a> <laughs> yes, right? Uh, yep, uh, absolutely. Right.
0: Yeah. All right, so our next guest is ready to go, and his show premieres tomorrow night. It's an hour after Bobby's show, though. It's at 9 o'clock, and that's on ABC. Um, and what's great is uh, he is a legend. And he is from Lancaster, Pennsylvania, not Mm. too far off from where we are. Uh, The show is called The Chase, (laughs) and it is a trivia-based show, and we'll get more of the details from him. Please welcome one of the greatest of all time in the world of Jeopardy! and trivia in general, Mr. Brad Rutter is on the show. Brad, good morning, sir. Good morning. I'm depressed about the Eagles, but excited to talk about the show. <laughs> <laughs> we just had To on. Yeah, we were talking to To, uh, who you know obviously had a, a couple of years in in Philly just a little while ago, and uh, yeah, it's, eh, we've seen better days, you know. But uh, <laughs> but we can blame it on the pandemic. There yeah, you go. Right. That's hey, it wasn't our fault. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, listen, uh, Brad. Congratulations on uh, on getting this uh, this show, Chasers. Now, this was originally. Um, a a show that was based in the UK.
7: Yeah, it's like it's kind of the biggest hit on TV in the daytime, at least over there. So uh, we're excited to bring it to America.
0: I've okay. seen I've
3: seen uh, bits of it, and it, I, I listen. Uh, we, we all pretty much are, are Jeopardy Jeopardy fanatics and and trivia based fanatics on this yeah. order. I, I to me these are the most engaging shows. And you you you're part of the creme de la creme of the the elites. Uh, you're joined by uh, Ken Jennings and uh, James Holzhauer uh and and uh, explain the um the mechanics of the show for people who are unfamiliar with the chase
7: so uh we we each take turns as the chaser for a particular episode, and then we face off against a team of regular trivia players uh whose job is to beat us and take home some big money
3: okay so and, and uh, uh I love shows like this'cause there's there's a couple of them that that pit against uh he does uh a show uh Ken himself uh masterminds which is on the game show network. And, and obviously he's now, um, one of the producers of jeopardy. And speaking of jeopardy, obviously with the, the recent loss of Alex Trebek and, um, and all of that as, as, as you now have made kind of a livelihood within this realm, can the, can the importance of Alex Trebek be overstated to game shows in general and just the class and dignity of what he brought to this kind of television?
7: Oh, uh, absolutely not. Like, um, I don't think quiz shows would be on TV at the moment uh, if it weren't for Alex, uh, Jeopardy, or anything else, or Millionaire, or us. So, uh, you know, we all owe him a huge debt. And, uh, you know, I sort of – I'm going to miss him uh, coming into my house every
3: day. Yeah, yeah cause absolutely. He, too, and likewise, I mean, yeah. honestly, hmm. he's. In it's rare that in, in the realm of television, my wife and I, for the years that we have been watching the show, and even now – it's a first name, Alex. Uh, you know, yeah. Alex. And, and and I think, and I say this as an, as an observer, as an audience member watching the you and and when James was on, when Ken, when you were on, you could see Alex loving every second of it, and it was a joy to watch him watch you guys play the game brilliantly. And did you sense that?
7: Oh, absolutely. And uh, especially uh, In some tight games i would had in tournaments In the past, you could hear it in his voice too Just how excited he was getting about Oh wow, this is a great game being played At the highest level, and uh, he was just Loving it, and that's something I'll Always take away from him, is he he loved The show so much, and had so much Fun doing it, and uh, you know, if you can Find something you love that much and have fun You know, that's a great recipe to have A great life, and he did
0: Uh, Brad, I I wanted to ask about the the format of The the chase here real quick, uh, because uh, and, and as much as I love Jeopardy, the uh, the reason the reason I would suck at it, I I'm, I'm okay with trivia and I have fun playing trivia games. But when you put a one-on-one, I have to answer faster than you do. Uh, spin on it. I cave immediately. Likewise. If, if, I, if I've got to get the, the, as opposed to, all right, everybody write down your answer and let's see what your answer is, that type of thing. So what what are we doing here? If I was facing off against you, is it a, can I answer the question quicker than you or how does that work? Uh,
7: there's no, there's a, There's sort of a buzzer in the final chase at the end, but that's really just to pick who on the team gets to answer the question. They're sort of buzzing against each other, even though they're on the same team. But for the most part, uh, it's just rapid fire trivia, except uh, in the one-on-one round uh, where it's the contestant versus the the chaser. We each—it's multiple choice, and we each have to lock in our answers
3: within five seconds. So Uh,
7: if I I, I, uh, I go right right, way, I'm
3: I'm,
7: I'm not sure whether that uh, qualifies as something that would make you, you know, do terribly but that's how it- yes it's well, 5 seconds <laughs> if i may
3: jump in here because i you when when you it was the greatest of all time championship and 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 you listen you all had your 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 particular tools in your in your toolcases you know ken has his thing james had his thing and you had your thing and there were a couple times where even you were commenting on how it it just wasn't clicking for you in one or two games and and um, it, and it's there's so much that goes into it. If you were to give one piece of advice to someone who feels they've got the goods to run the game and do a, a good job at Jeopardy, what would you say the thing they must adhere to to be successful?
7: Um, stay calm. That's the biggest mm. thing is uh, if you freak out up there that you're going to go on tilt and it's going to go badly for you. And, I mean, it's easier said than done. I think people are sort of wired in a way where they can – do that kind of thing in public or not but if you're gonna if you end up on the show actually you're probably already been through the filtration system and they think you can at least so yeah just uh stay calm, S- That's stay the, calm. Point of the show. anything can happen uh jeopardy uh if you're behind a bunch you can get a daily double and get right back into it
0: all right when i wouldn't stay calm is if i was on the show and i saw the word shakespeare <laughs> pop up on those categories <laughs> and god oh, damn it what is what is your what you would consider now? Listen, you're one of the greatest all time, but you probably, as you criticize yourself, have a weak area. What would that be?
7: Probably like opera or ballet. I'm a pretty lowbrow kind of guy, so uh, <laughs> I'm not exactly uh, going to the symphony every weekend. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, that's the kind of stuff I, I have to study up on. It. Okay,
0: so you, you would you would bone me. up on on those things if, if just on the off chance that maybe you know at least have some general knowledge. Sure. Okay. Yeah, what well, like Eagles uh, Super Bowl scores? You'd you'd probably do pretty well with those. <laughs> yeah, um, that I
5: can handle. <laughs> so uh, I was a huge fan of the Goat tournament, and uh, what one of the things that I found really entertaining after the Goat tournament, or even during, was the uh, banter between the three of you guys on Twitter. Do you have any particularly proud uh, comebacks against either Ken or James? Because uh, they were they were really funny, and it showed uh, how competitive you guys were, but also how uh, funny you guys could be online.
7: Well and uh, thanks for reminding me. Uh, So one of us at a time is going to be playing on the chase, but the other two are going to be in a backstage lounge uh, sort of uh, (laughs) trash-talking the contestants and each other and and that kind of stuff. So if if, if you like that, we'll have that on the show too. Um, I can't think of a particular uh comeback I'm super proud of but uh, I know I don't like to start it but uh if James is going to uh, go there then I'm more than happy to finish it
3: you guys as a trio I just work really well together and if you think of the happenstance involved that because you know you're you it's it's almost like a, like a hydra you all the different heads you know prov- provide something that's that's engaging so uh, I assume that we're not seeing something that is a a complete construct you actually do have a general uh, liking of each other and uh, sort of a fraternal nature, correct?
7: Oh yeah, absolutely. That's it. It's all it's all jokes. It's all good fun. Um, and yeah, that was one of the cool things about it was getting to hang out with those guys again. And well, that- I think that comes through on the show.
0: You know what, you guys got to do is sometime, uh, like, uh, you know, uh, Rocky and Apollo did after the um, uh, the third movie. They got together and they had a fight with yeah. nobody around. Right, yeah. You know, ding ding, <laughs> that whole thing. You should, you guys, get together and play Trivial Pursuit. I, I thought you were going to see the a, three of you. A run on the or beach with your shirt on. Yeah. 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 yeah.
7: yeah. Who's to say that hasn't already happened? That's right.
0: <laughs> we'll never know. All right, listen, Brad, uh, congratulations. chase premieres tomorrow night 9 p.m. on ABC. Thanks for checking in. We appreciate it. Thanks a lot, guys. It was fun. You got it. Brad Rutter, guys. He's, by the way, second highest earning American game show contestant of all time. Yeah. Ken Jennings is number one, but Brad has won over, it says here, $5.1 million in winnings. Right. So just from Jeopardy or other... Chose as well. I
3: believe
0: from he is the he is the largest
3: single in-game outside of tournament winner in well, for Jeopardy. I think he also there were
5: 2 million dollar tournaments and he won those. And there was a stretch where those three guys were, I mean, James was the latest addition to the three, right? Right, yeah. And so, um, but Brad would come back, Steve, for some of these things, and he yep. wouldn't go against Ken in those million-dollar tournaments. Right. And so Brad was the best in those. And so when he won those, that obviously skyrocketed his winning totals. There
3: was also an exhibition that they did against Watson. Do you remember that? I yep. think Ken was in that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, yes. the, the IBM computer? Yep. Yep. $5.1 million. <laughs> Answering trivia questions. The guy last night, I forget who's who, he was the champion for a couple of days. Braden. Braden, t- yeah. Braden
0: caved.
3: Yeah. He caved. Yeah. And you could see. He was like negative what, for a while. What Brad was saying was about not getting... <laughs> and you could see Brayden getting absolutely flummoxed, and 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 you could just see caving in on top of him. And he he'd get pissed when he got wrong yeah, yeah, yeah. You could see it, or if somebody beat him to the punch, or got
5: the yeah. daily doubles. He would try the James technique of finding all the daily doubles right. as a good way to win, mm-hmm. and when somebody else would find them, Brayden would get pissed, visibly
3: pissed. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's a great game. I'm looking forward to this, too, because you have the best of the best.
0: Yep, absolutely.
3: All right, uh, so
0: what are we doing? Oh, we didn't we didn't look at traffic. NJM Insurance Group traffic. We have to get our final look. Kathy got that info we got one available more for this. us. Okay. Oh, we have one more after this? Yeah, yeah. just checking. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, what's
2: up? <laughs> 295 northbound, uh, actually north and southbound at 322. Left lane construction in each direction on the Schuylkill eastbound. near slow Montgomery to Spring Garden. 95 northbound between Bridge and Cotman, a disabled vehicle blocking the right lane, the vine westbound, heavy the Ben Franklin Parkway to the Schuylkill. This traffic report brought to you by Acme. Let Acme be your one-stop shop for everything winter. Stock up on soups, hot beverages, and favorite meals. And don't forget the firewood, Acme, fresh foods, local flavors. And that's your traffic on 933 WMMR.
0: All right, thank you. you very much, Kathy. Uh, By the way, I want to reiterate some information that we passed along earlier. We're starting a promotion on Friday. It is called MMR's No Sad Dough $500 Cash Contest seven times a day. We're going to have a chance for you to win $500. You might even win $10,000 because there's a grand prize for this as well. But seven times starting Friday, uh, it's at 8 a.m., 10 a.m., noon, 2, 4, 6, and 8 p.m. We announce a keyword. We give you 15 minutes. You enter the keyword. There's three ways to do it. You can go to WMMR.com for all the details. Love it. But it's a pretty sweet deal. And in, in the past, we've done it like three times a day, and then five times. Now we're at seven times a day. So it's at, essentially, it's on the even hours starting at 8 a.m. So It's, it's pretty, phenomenal. Starts on Friday. I love it. Yep, absolutely. Um, this is not so phenomenal, but I'll bet you guys did not know this other than Steve because he uh, gave the information to me. But Philadelphia is po- is ranked as one of the most, as far as natural disasters goes, yeah. is ranked as one of the top most dangerous cities in America. And it, wh- really, potential for.
3: Injury or damage huh. from potential natural disasters. There's a reason
0: behind what? it. So, yes. so yeah, yeah. I, know, I know. I thought the same thing. I'm like, we're not what about in Tornado yeah. Alley. Yeah. Yeah, right. we like right. forest fires, obviously. That's what makes this yeah. so fun. Right, exactly. <laughs> but it has to do with the fact that we don't get that many. Right. Therefore, we, there is potential for them, and therefore we are not as prepared for them we as we should be. We are ill-prepared for... Guerrilla attacks. That's yeah.
3: true. Oh, kind of
4: like when Atlanta had like a touch of snow a few right. years ago. <laughs> I mean, they had, like, shut the city down. They yeah. Shut the city so, but, down. But that yeah. is that yeah. that
3: correlates exactly. Casey. So,
0: so FEMA uh, has calculated the risk for every county in America for 18 types of natural disasters, such as earthquakes, hurricanes, tornadoes, floods, volcanoes, even tsunamis. All that stuff. And of the more than three thousand counties, Los Angeles county has the highest ranking in the national risk index right so so actually
3: loss so out there they actually do have a risk of a volcanic in- now we well, earthquake we, and earthquakes you know, yeah. we get fires uh, fires we get so so the way- tsunami here would be a, a title right a tsunami is uh, little far out a little far out, yeah but but uh we could get um you know uh
0: hurricane uh activity okay and well so on.
3: we do we do fall into the into the um there is there is apparently uh, it's long been building up a massive landslide that could happen you, nick are you familiar with this in, yeah it's in, like in, the canary islands right. or something yeah mm-hmm. and if that happens the tidal wave displacement
0: would reach as far as inland here, Philadelphia. Really? Oh, great. Yep. Wow. Okay, so the way FEMA calculates the index, spotlights places long known as danger spots like L.A., but some other places highlighted run counter to what most people would think. For instance, eastern cities such as New York and Philadelphia rank far higher on the risk for tornadoes. Then Tornado Alley, Stalwarts, Oklahoma, and Kansas. So you
3: think that, you think, okay, those are the places you don't want to live if, you, right. if you're... If yeah. you, but here we've
0: had a lot of tornadic activity in the past know, couple when, of years. When big tornadoes happen in those areas in Oklahoma, Kansas, in Tornado you Alley, you, you will see, you know, places that are destroyed and decimated, but believe it or not they're more prepared for it than we are as far right. as human loss
4: yeah and we we had one uh ridley creek state park uh nick you were talking about that a couple of months ago and then i took a walk through there and i was like is this what nick was talking about i mean all you know and that was not is this that not far what
3: nick is talking about well yeah i mean
4: yeah. it's it's noticeable and all, also there was one that kind of ripped through down and uh down the shore uh outside of like summer's point uh along the garden state parkway and you could see you, you, I mean, you just see a, a line of trees that are just knocked down. Yeah. I mean, it looks like uh, construction almost. Right. I wanted to ask about tsunamis and the potential, because we have the Delaware River, right? Yes. So if a tsunami were to hit, could it work its way up the Delaware
3: Bay, up sure. the Delaware River? They, they talk yeah. about this so, area as far... Go ahead, Preston. You so I, I, I have something
0: that speaks yeah. directly to that, Steve. I'm sorry to interrupt, but uh, the, the county with the biggest coastal flood risk is in Washington state that it's it's a county that's not on the ocean, but its river is tidal. Uh, and so the river with that, right? Casey. Yeah. I, I would imagine, yeah. I, yay. Yay. <laughs> I never
4: knew that how uh, tidally <laughs> the Delaware can be yeah. until a couple of years ago. I was at the river rink and the river was frozen. Yep. And I was watching the ice go upstream, and I was like, "That is not making any sense in my brain right now." Case, Correct. Uh, yeah.
3: Last year, I remember I was I was in Philadelphia, and I walked over to Camden, and I said, "Wait a second, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> How did I get here?" <laughs> oh my God, it's very tidally. Uh, uh. Yeah.
0: So, yes, uh, there are there are tides that move in that river because we're so close to the ocean.
4: You guys know that I don't like lightning, but I don't, like, necessarily have any fears. Of, you know, like my daughter is, a, is afraid of tornadoes. But lately, because I've been down the shore a lot, I have been having a little bit of a fear of, of a tsunami.
3: Which you should because yeah. they're a constant threat. No, yeah. no, no.
4: Uh, it, well, it I also watched that, that movie with Naomi Watts and a couple of other people. It's, it, it was about the tsunami that happened uh, the day after Christmas. It
3: was a massive under uh, underwater earthquake. Yeah, big shift, terrifying. It, yes, and, but and, fun. It was uh, well. I mean, this the the story is about
4: this family that actually they all survived it. They all got washed away, and somehow all and and they were all. Um, you know, just washed away from each other, right? And But they had all survived and ended up, I think, finding each other at They a all washed point. into the
3: same Ramada hotel room. No,
4: they didn't. I mean, it took them days and days no, and days. No, it's a true story. And yeah, it yeah. is a true story. But it was, you know, the the point at which the tsunami took over this resort that they were
3: at is terrifying because nobody saw it coming. Well, they just heard a rumbling. They're like, what the freak is that? Yeah, thing? well, you know? even even when you look at it, you see it and it seems like... We, like, the, after the, the the Fukushima, you yes. know, in, in Japan, yeah. you look at it and it seems, uh... uh
0: yeah, yeah, it's not like uh, a big, right uh, opposing-looking wave right, that's, right. that's, you know, like somebody could surf the top of the ten. It's just the water's just rising rapidly. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's w- it.
3: when Krakatoa exploded, you did get one of those huge waves mm-hmm. that, were, that was crashing across. However for the most part when they come in they come in that way Preston and like oh the water's rising water's rising yeah. and, and 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 the power of as we've learned of like an inch of water to move a car. Oh, yeah. Uh, think about it. It doesn't take much. It's yeah. amazing
5: how powerful water can be in small, uh, relatively small amounts. You don't need a massive deep impact size tidal wave to come right. in to knock out a city. And when Hurricane Katrina made it to New Orleans, it was a it was a, less than a Category 1 at the time. And But the amount of water that it dropped and the, the tidal surges that, that came along with it of the Mississippi, that's what caused all
3: that damage. They said the weight of the water that came down during, and I think I'm quoting this correctly,
0: during katrina lowered the city of new orleans by one inch believe it (laughs) yeah uh by the way so here's how fema's index scores uh work so so they do it on how often disasters strike how many people and how much property are in harm's way how vulnerable the population is socially and how well the area is able to bounce back and that results in a high risk assessment for big cities with lots of poor people and expensive property that are ill prepared to be hit by once in a generation disasters. How many points does an
3: area get for a
0: superior
3: morning show?
0: <laughs> uh, two point five. There we nice. go. All right. Okay. Um, you know, and what? What? Now, while this is not a natural disaster, but when and and it was uh, it was like two years ago when they had that explosion at the um the the refinery. The refinery. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Um, it and really could have been way worse. It, than it could was. have been. Hmm. Devastating. It could have wiped out a good portion of that, yeah, South Philly of area, Philadelphia, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a yeah, major
5: metropolitan area,
0: yeah. And that—that's the type of thing where you don't know it until <laughs> post. Well, Not either this could have happened or. You know, it did happen. You forget
3: at the convention center, the nitroglycerin convention was intact. Right. <laughs> yeah. right. why would
4: they have that?
3: I don't even know. Very miles away.
4: Yeah. yeah.
0: But but Bring that, that
4: out to oaks next
0: time. It <laughs> could it could have been so much worse than it was. So, uh here here's some of the details. So like uh, so take tornadoes. Two New York Please. City uh counties. Uh also Philadelphia, St. Louis, and Hudson County, New Jersey are FEMA's top 5 riskiest counties for tornadoes. So stop and think about that. So give your perspective. Oklahoma County, Oklahoma, with more than 120 tornadoes since 1950, ranked 120th on that
3: list. Because they're more prepared for it. Exactly. Or
0: at least, okay, so I think that's it. Like, we, For example,
3: I remember years and years and years ago seeing a, a tornado in, in, while traveling through New Jersey, and we just didn't refer to it or think of it that way, but they, obviously it's something that's been happening uh, for, for, for many years uh, and we just don't think of it that way, so we're not prepared in the way an Oklahoma area yep. would be. And
0: not just preparedness, also mm-hmm. uh, just high concentration of people in right. these particular yes. areas and and more so things on. to get damaged. are a part of, Yep, yeah.
4: You guys all got the, and it had to have happened, la- yeah, it was last year when everybody on their cell phones got the fine cover now um, warning because the tornadoes were in the area. Did you guys get that? Yeah, we did, uh, yeah. It's terrifying.
0: It, it'll oh, throw God. you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As a kid, I was terrified of the idea of tornadoes. I mean, just Well, you were absolute. living in the area, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we, we had uh, warnings fairly often, but we were. I was just scared of them. I'm not as freaked out about them anymore. And my mom and sister live in Florida. They live in St. Petersburg. So there's, you know, a couple times a year, eh, we might get hit by a hurricane. Right, and, yeah. And, oh, there's water spouts and, and, and eh, tornadoes you know. around. But, you know, but they live in an apartment complex, so I feel pretty secure that they're going to be okay single family home something a little smaller tornadoes that's a little that's more That's why when you scared. see
3: those 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 mobile home
0: parks yeah, yeah man
3: that's... Like, they're like balls of wood did
4: yep. you have a um... A place to go to in your house growing up?
0: I, I mean, just the basement. We we didn't have a we didn't have a, a storm cellar or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So, but no, just the basement. And you get into an interior part of it where there aren't any windows. That's where you kept your butcher knife collection, yes, <laughs>
3: <laughs> and and the uh, uh,
0: the broken glass, the broken bags.
3: glass bags. Yeah. yeah, thank God the
5: finger of God didn't show up when you were living there. You know? Oh,
0: yeah. the F yeah. five, the F five. <gasps> Only you can stop it, Preston. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, So, disaster experts say that people have to think about the big disaster that happens only a few times a lifetime at most, but is still devastating when it hits. And the examples are Hurricane Katrina, Superstorm Sandy, uh, the 2011 super outbreak of tornadoes, the 1906 San Francisco earthquake, or a pandemic. So, here's here's the breakdown of Philadelphia, okay? This is the official. First of all, FEMA's top ten riskiest places, in addition to Los Angeles, which is number one, are At number one. Yeah. Three counties in New York City. So you got uh, the Bronx, uh, New York County, which is Manhattan, uh, and Kings County, which is Brooklyn. So those three are the, are the most dangerous. The, the, that's the top four. That's also because you have the proximity to the water. And yeah. then you have following that. Uh, so they're, they're tied with Miami. And then Philadelphia yeah. is next. <laughs> Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then Dallas. Yeah. Then St. Louis and Riverside and San Bernardino counties in California. They're considered the most dangerous uh, for uh, potential. It's kind of a mind-blower, isn't it? Yeah. When you were in St. Louis, Preston, <laughs> did you ever have to deal with the Mississippi River floods? I didn't live anywhere near the floodplain. We okay. were up on a bluff, so so I never had to deal with that. But on the other side of that bluff were what we called the bottoms, the Missouri bottoms, and it was the floodplain for the Missouri River. And, yeah, dude, it got Really, really bad down that. That's why, for the most part, there weren't not many people lived down that way. So you, know? you were a top, not a bottom. I was a top. <laughs> yeah, I was a topper. Um, but yeah, like clockwork, year after year, big floods. Jeez. You know, and and sometimes it got really, really out of hand. Ninety uh, three, I think, it was a really, really bad. You road.
3: remember that movie of the river with Sissy Spacek and Mel Gibson? It's like people live in those yeah. constantly
0: flooding areas. Like, move. Uh, so here, here, here's what uh, Philadelphia is ranked in at relatively moderate risk for earthquake, hail, hurricanes, landslides. So that's moderate risk. Right. Very high risk for heat waves. Yes. Ice storms, lightning cases. I know. Uh, what is this, riverine flooding? Riverine is Wolverine's sister.
3: <laughs>
1: huh?
3: Yeah. Oh, hi.
1: <laughs> <laughs> But they're not in my fingers.
4: They're in my lady parts. Oh, gross.
0: Swing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it says riverine. R-I-V-E-R-I-N-E. Swing. Course. I guess maybe is that like little
4: creeks and cricks? Flooding? No, it's just uh, near rivers. Near rivers yeah, okay. is what uh, Nick said. Riverine. Riverine.
0: Yeah. Swing. Uh, so. Right out of my lady parts. Oh my God. All right. So, sorry about that. So, we're at high risk for heat waves, ice storms. My version of squirting. Like, oh, (laughs) Oh, dear God. It's weather related. Absolutely. (laughs) The flood Sorry, I skewered your your nether regions. I just kebabbed your penis. Sorry. (laughs) But you had fun.
1: It was was great. (laughs) Yeah. People asked if it hurt. Every time. <laughs> <laughs> that's, from, that's from the
0: first X-Men movie. All right, so riverine flooding, uh, strong wood winds, not woods. <laughs> strong woods. Strong winds, uh, tornadoes, and winter weather. So that's where we're at high risk for. Uh, most Pennsylvania counties are ranked very low or relatively low risk, but there are exceptions, including uh, Dauphin County.
5: Yeah, it's out by Harrisburg.
0: Okay. It's a ranked relatively moderate risk with uh, cold waves, heat waves, landslides. No riverine? no. Uh, it would be. No, yeah, there is. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Oh, they save that for last. Okay. Lightning, strong winds, tornadoes, and winter weather, and relatively high risk. Of riverine <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
9: Swing,
0: swing. Uh. Um.
3: <laughs> yeah, I assume that um, Pittsburgh would have its share of
0: river-related. I yeah, mean, you know, yeah,
4: they got those three rivers. Three, three, rivers. three yeah. rivers there,
0: and Bruce Willis. Um, Mike. Mike has a question. <laughs> Wait, what was the name of that? Uh, Lightning Point? Strike
3: or something? Or no, die, die Hard? hard. Queen.
0: No, not Die Hard. Uh, blind, um, truck wasn't blind Date. Monster Truck Blind Date. Uh, it was it was too Moon <laughs> <Moonlighting. laughs> oh man! Oh, um, I'm not going to our caller, Mike. DC door. cab <laughs> till we figure out what that <laughs> was. was. Come on, <laughs> car wash? I'm not doing no. it. Come on, Pittsburgh uh, movie. Lightning strike, strike, Point? striking distance,
3: striking distance. Is that it? Yeah, element. that's it. Glass. Where is it? Keep going. Where did it come
0: out? It's got to be striking distance. It's got to be uh, early <laughs> '90s, uh, Nick. I believe is when it came out. And and Sarah Jessica Parker was in there. She, she was. Great.
3: She did look great. He he was a he was a uh, a, a policeman along the rivers. Yeah, yeah he, he got he along. got demoted to river yeah. duty.
0: That's right. Uh, Cuz he wouldn't tow the line in, in uh, back in the blue. Where the hell is this? Uh,
3: striking striking distance. distance. Yep, that's it.
0: Yeah, See the yeah, boat? Yep. Yeah. Mike, we can talk to you now. Good morning. <laughs>
7: <laughs> <laughs> it's about
10: damn time. <laughs> uh, what's up, bud? So, I was just going to mention the fact of do any of you guys have a go bag? Like
0: a seventy-two hour,
4: like a bug out
0: bag. Yeah, Um, right now I do.
4: It's filled with. I have a Rubik's cube and a Snickers bar.
0: (laughs) We we used to, and for a while, my son went through this like preparedness phase. And we ordered, uh, like, an emergency bag uh, with all kinds of, uh, you know, food that would last for years and, and you know, uh, freeze dried food and things like that and, and water and medical supplies and stuff like that. I went and checked the bag not that long ago. Like, everything is expired. That's how long ago we got it. So you we know, need to update yeah. them. But, Mike, do you keep one?
10: Yeah, I do. I keep one in my car and then I keep one in my home. Yeah. So I one. have. Um, you have, like, a bug-in bag? Really yes. Too, like, just in case you have to. Yeah, you know, to hunker down. You know, I do. So I in my basement, have I, I have,
3: um, I have, uh, I really did. I, I bought a whole bunch of. There's a couple of companies that make them. I bought a whole bunch of food. I mean, that we're talking like fifty years. Uh, and I even bought the gourmet level, just so if I wanted a treat, you mm-hmm. know, when I'm fighting off the chuds as they're attacking the house. Mm-hmm. And then I also, I also, I got a generator too, just to make sure that you know we we can. Um, just just in case. And every time I buy something in preparation for something, it never happens. So I consider that my insurance plan.
0: Mike, how often do you uh, go back in and update the bag?
3: Um,
10: every three years, really. Okay. Uh, you really should be doing that because most of the stuff that you're going to buy, has a three to a five-year, like, expiration. That includes, like, a halo chest. Uh, yeah, you know, it's like a seal, like, in case you get shot, in case you get impaled, anything like that. Yeah,
3: that, that I don't have. A ha-
0: what is that called? A halo what?
10: Chest seal. Um, so, like, any kind of, like, you'll actually see paramedics actually doing it. So, wow. um, in case you get into, like, a bad car accident um, and glass yeah. goes into, like, your chest or your arm or whatever, yeah. you can actually seal it off. And then every now and then, that wound would need to be burped. Whoa. Like air will like get in, so you would need to actually clear that wound to burp it. So Sh- the halo seals oh my are isn't that really good for that. So do sure. you
3: have to pick um, the guy up and walk around things and things tap him on the back? Or <laughs> <laughs>
10: hey,
4: is it that white powder that I always see in like war
10: movies? That's going to be Lock's. Okay. E-L-O-X. So uh, that's going to be something where, like, if you get a major cut, and you don't have time to stitch yet, or whatever. You could actually put that powder in it, and it'll, yeah, you know, I think it'll help with that wound. So you keep but that like in the car. Ones,
0: you keep that in the car. In my
10: bag, I do keep it. Yeah. So there's, you should always have like a first aid kit, and yeah. then you should also have a trauma kit. They are not to be confused because, yeah, you know, first aid is for basic. Yeah. Medical emergencies, right? Yeah, I mean, you get a cut, you get a headache or whatever. I but do have that. The trauma kit is for massive, like, hemorrhaging. Like, you should have a Cat 5 tourniquet in there and such, too,
3: right? Dude, um, I'm going to give one of those. Tourn... Yeah. So... I can do you one better, both of you one better. Yeah, I have go. a dehydrated surgeon that I keep in the car. Wow, just and have water. water. Yeah. Okay, nice.
2: I have build snacks in case car,
5: anybody like... gets
3: hungry. Oh, yeah, yes. snacks. I'll be in your car.
2: I've never mm-hmm. heard
0: of a trauma kit for your for your car. How much would something like that cost, uh, well, Mike? Well, you could build them yourself, right? Oh,
3: okay. Like, You're I not going to build it
10: yourself. <laughs> just do like a quick search on on uh, Google, and okay. then find out what you really need for that kit, and then you could buy it on Amazon for like one-third the price of a prepped kit already.
0: All right. I, w- I just want to know comes- how, how, how deep of like a prepper you are, Mike, or, or is this... Not-
10: no, okay. no, I'm not that deep of a prepper, but I am. Uh, I mean, I am ready to go. Like, if that does happen, right?
0: Okay. Like, I mean, should, should should the world go to absolute? <laughs> I mean, I mean, not where you you're going to have to live for the next ten years, but but there's right. pandemonium. There, there's been some kind of a, a nuclear strike or whatever, and and you know, like I mean, big big problem with zombies riding the missiles in. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
3: Right. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, so you like you have like a firearm and stuff like that ready to go
10: i have multiple um i keep one in my car um in the back seat actually mm-hmm. um i keep a long gun which is basically um, an ar-15 um i keep it yeah you know i think like it's a truck gun but i don't have a truck i have a car so <laughs> um yeah so
2: i'm good okay. i have my purse I <laughs> have uh, pepper spray, hand
3: right there, sanitizer, and lipstick. I'm and a, good. And a lady napkin. So,
2: and tampons.
10: Nobody's going to come and save you yeah, besides seriously.
3: you, right? You're
10: responsible for your own safety. No, I, so, I listen, wow. I,
3: I do believe in taking ownership of that, and I did take some steps to make sure that I I can I can do that. I, I did get the food just in case. You know, listen, to be prepared, the, the, like my idea with the generator was— it, you're always in the middle of having the power out or whatever, and, and you say, "I really should, I really should look into this." And the truth of the matter is, yeah. And once it passes, you're like, "I ah, forget about it." But if you just, you forgive the 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 expression, pull the trigger on it, you do. You have a little bit of extra peace of mind of having that stuff at the ready, just in case.
4: Yeah, Steve, yeah. what I got is a uh, black leather <laughs> oh, jacket. A baseball bat with barbed wire and a snappy personality. That's it. That's all I need.
0: Uh, here's what I'm laughing what at, Kathy. Laughing at... Somebody texted Dennis from yesterday's conversation, just says, Ridgeline pussy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Mike, well, are, you, are you solo? Do you have a wife
5: and kids? No. I'll be your no, bitch. Don't. Wow. All right. All right. Listen, Damn. yeah. yeah just in quick.
3: case. Casey case need... will marry you the second anything happens. Well,
0: and, and then Casey can oh. offer up the sexual yeah, favors yeah. to the people that, that the <laughs> tribes. Mouth or right, butt. <laughs> that he might <laughs> encounter along the way to yeah. get some uh, resources yeah. and so on, you know? Yeah. All but right. you guys all do have, yeah, you
10: know, it's like wives and kids. So you could actually. This could actually be, like, a really good, like, a family exercise, too, where you could buy all this stuff, like, separately. And then you guys can actually do your own go-bags for your kids hmm. and stuff, too. Yeah. Or they just have them in their bedroom, right? They're just ready to go. It would freak like my children your out. catches fire, yeah. all they got to do is grab that bag and run out the door. That's it. You don't have to have gra- – I mean, grab, like, nothing else, right?
3: Yeah. So – And then nine cats and adults. One Right.
10: Well,
3: yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. no, no, I, no, I, I, I completely understand. There's also a case to be made. You, you want to do it the right way. You don't want to say, "Hey, kids, every night let's drill for the eventual disaster that's going to happen." Um, you know, you, 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 I listen. I have some stuff, and I'm ready at a, at a, I think a good level. You know, and that's uh, you know, I'm I'm ready to protect my home. Uh, but um, yeah, no, you're. It's it, listen. It's sage advice. Uh uh Mike, and you you know you, you you figure what you'd be comfortable with. But you're no Thanks, Mike. you're
0: not worse for being prepared. No, 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 no. i I forgot what it was, but it was it was several years ago. There was some overlying threat um that might have been Gorillas. Um, no, it might have been a natural disaster uh that they were talking about potentially happening, or it might have been in the shadows of 9-11 or... Is it
4: Y2K by any chance?
0: Y2K, whatever. It something like that where there's a potential and it was out there in the air. And we had had a family plan yeah. on if something happens and we get separated and we can't contact, but we're in the same general area, we will all meet here. This is our place to go. And I don't remember what that is. Texas, but, Roadhouse. Yeah, we'll <laughs> Texas Roadhouse. He's the only one not there. Yeah, Yeah, yeah The whole family's
2: yeah. there. He didn't remember. Where's No,
0: They're already into the entrees. <laughs> but there was a time when we had a family plan, and and we haven't had to have that plan for a long time. But, I, you, you know, it's not a bad idea at all. It's not. Yeah. So,
5: Steve, I wanted to tell you this. Um, my family uh, wanted to follow your lead of getting the generator, and my parents live in a townhome community and the HOA said no to generators. Really? Isn't
3: that some bull crap? Especially now with the the <laughs> level of efficiency. Totally. And just just to have listen. Sure. The last time I bought a generator was for Sandy and not only did Sandy completely miss my area, but it actually planted flowers in my garden. <laughs> <laughs> so 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 uh, uh but uh, so you I figured nice but I, I said to my wife uh, the truth of the matter is, is that if that's if I end up with this scenario after getting the generator, I never need to use it. Color me happy. Exactly. And, yeah. and it's, uh, my
5: parents, yeah. uh, their community, for whatever reason, the power goes out fairly frequently. Yeah. So we're thinking. This is a good idea for them to have it, and the HOA said no. Isn't that's that's insane, yeah. especially
3: how close they came to the fire and all that stuff. Yeah.
0: Well, this is the local. This is in oh, Phoenixville. Lo- okay, but, I'm sorry, but still, it's it's really obnoxious. Essentially, it's an insurance policy. You yeah, I mean? exactly. Because sometimes we'll have winter storms and, and ice storms that'll that'll knock places out. I remember, you know, for weeks, and you know. it, it you need you need a warm place for your family to be. So a generator. You're bad, exactly okay, right. At all.
2: Now, but. what's our plan when the zombies bust through our black windows? <laughs> oh, oh, they can't see they us can't
3: because see our us. windows yeah. are perpetually yeah. black. Okay. Yeah, they And completely. then what happens is on the outside they just see images of themselves, so <laughs> oh, they think yeah. right. it's just zombies in here, so they won't come in. Next to you okay. is
5: screwed though.
11: Yeah,
3: yeah. yeah, yeah they're, they're wide open. They got a nice bright. So say goodbye to country music. Yeah,
0: yeah. So there you go. We'll still be here. All right, anyhow. Um, but Philadelphia, according to FEMA, one of the most uh, potentially dangerous places because of population uh, density and, and so on and not having uh, prepared, uh, you know, for an earthquake. Yeah, you know, like yeah. Right. Anyhow, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a second. We're going to get to the Bizarre File. Have you heard about the money we're giving away? If not, we'll tell you about it when we get back. Stay with us. Innovator. A Ziggy played
1: guitar. Icon. Icon.
9: Adopted son of Philadelphia, David Bowie. This weekend, 933 WMMR celebrates the birthday of the Thin White Duke with featured blocks of songs from his legendary catalog, including live cuts recorded right here in Philadelphia. David may be gone, but his musical legacy lives on all this weekend. This is Ground
1: Control to Major tongue.
9: Happy birthday, David, from 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks.
0: We have a chance for you to win $500. Not five times a day, seven times a day. We've never done seven times a day, have we? Never. No, not that I can recall. And we have this starting on Friday. And the contest is called MMR's No Sad Dough $500 Cash Prize. And it is happening uh, starting at 8 a.m. Every day that we do this, and it begins on Friday. So it'll be on weekdays, 8 a.m., 10 a.m., 12 noon, 2, 4, 6, and 8 p.m. So if you are interested in doing this... Uh, then you just need to uh, check WMMR.com for all the details. Because essentially what we're going to do is we'll, we'll give you a keyword starting at those times, and then you'll have 15 minutes to enter that. Uh, and uh, you can do it through MMR's app uh, or, on, or on your mobile device. You can go to the contest page at WMMR.com, and then we're going to give away a special text number. We call it a short code, which is 45911, each time that we announce it. So it starts on Friday. Just a heads up. Get yourself ready for it. Let's do the
1: Bizarre File. WMMR presents bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre. bizarre. File. File. All
8: right,
1: let's
0: go through a few stories. We'll start with uh, this story, a little retribution here. Cindy Gaylord is the chair of the Westfield Historical Commission in Massachusetts. And she says that a man contacted Westfield City Hall in December and asked to talk to someone with the commission. He said that he had something that belonged to Westfield and he wanted to return it. So Gaylord arranged to meet up with the man in person and he told her that he had attended Westfield State University in 1980 and ended up stealing the bronze sword from the sculpture of General William Shepard, a Revolutionary War hero in the city's downtown. He admitted it was a drunken mistake, and he recently rediscovered the sword while going through family belongings. So he decided to try and return it. He wanted to make good. He wanted to do right. Yeah, 1980. Nine. Wow, is when he stole it, and it's been sitting around all these years. And he wanted to return it. Uh, the statue sword, statues sword, was replaced decades ago, uh, but Gaylord says they have two swords. <clears throat> that the original will likely have a new home at a local museum. So. In the Hall of Drunken Mistakes. <laughs> a nice idea. <laughs> an Australian advertisement of a man eating a bat sandwich oh. is being investigated by its advertising watchdog. Uh, the advertisement shows footage of an Australian family fishing and camping and a coronavirus joke is made about eating a bat sandwich. So they have, you know, right, it's a yeah, fishy yeah. looking thing. Right, right yeah. Uh, but many viewers have asked a watchdog add standards to ban the commercial made by the Australian campaign retailer Boating Camping Fishing Store. Uh, ad standards said several complaints were lodged against the advertisement, which has already received over 25,000 views on YouTube. The spokesperson said ad standards has received a number of complaints and is in the process of assessing these complaints to see if they raise an issue. They're not saying they'll do anything about it, but they're saying they will look into
3: it. <laughs> to see if bats actually were eating it or what's the story?
0: Uh, or, or that the, the joke is in poor taste because oh, okay. of the pandemic and that it might Well, they don't watch Three Amigos. A little bit over the <laughs> top. Yeah. How do you take your <laughs> bat there? <laughs> who, who asked it? How do you like your bat, Rusty? Rusty. Dusty. Yeah, Dusty. Dusty. Dusty, Dusty Medium rare. <laughs> <laughs> Police in Pakistan's Peshawar City arrested a werewolf for reportedly terrorizing people on New Year's Eve. Yeah. Wow. Good. The, the man is a resident of uh, Peshawar City's... uh <laughs> Moti neighborhood and was detained by police for allegedly making roaring no- noises at people while riding his motorcycle. <laughs> the mugshot is hilarious. It's the guy with his werewolf costume on and he's standing there. Oh, I the love that. Standing side by And side. he's a motorcycle riding werewolf. Exactly,
3: yeah. So the- I would
0: love to see him battle Riverine.
3: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I- Let's do it. <laughs>
1: uh, slice and dice, mother effer.
0: The city police have filed an initial charge sheet against the individual who has not been identified, and they say that they're investigating his motives for the act. Wait so a second. Casey, it, here's the, oh, my God. They have the guy in chains, Steve. Spurn.
3: So <laughs> is it his fault? Like, during the day, he can't control it. That's true.
0: Right. Maybe they'll just contain him when the moon. Even
3: a man there. who's pure in heart and says his prayers by night may become a wolf, and the wolfbane blooms, and the moon is full and bright. All right, I have
0: it's a true. a disturbing story. Okay, right. I'm just going to let you know this is not... For no, laughter nothing, or happiness. No, there's nothing redeeming out of this, but it's messed up. So, criminal charges have been filed against a man who police say shot and killed his mother at the dinner table and then danced with his sister next to their mother's body. Oh, my oh, Mike Lopez, 23 years old, is charged with with murder plus domestic violence in the presence of a child. Police say uh, Lopez walked into the dining room where his mother, Victoria, was with his two sisters who were 14 and 17. All four were seated at the dining room table when Lopez pointed a shotgun directly at the victim. Mike had turned towards his 14-year-old sister and they gave each other a head nod. The 14-year-old then locked herself in the adjacent bedroom while the 17-year-old remained outside the door... Ramirez told her, son, I know you're going to kill me, and I love you. And then he he shot and killed her in the face. Horrible. And then the 14-year-old girl exited the bathroom, stroked her mother's hair before Lopez grabbed her arm, and the two started dancing next to their slain mother. The 17-year-old then locked herself in the bathroom, climbed out the window, ran from the house, called a relative and police. When police arrived, they discovered Lopez lying in a uh, filled bathtub in a downstairs bathroom, uh he had the shotgun leaning against the tub and he was arrested and eventually transported to the county jail. There's some other disturbing details that I'm gonna leave out of this, but apparently uh the fourteen year old and the and the the older guy there were, were in on this together. Oh my god. It is just a horrible, mm. horrible story. So we need something lighter than that yeah. to move on to. Uh an Indiana woman said that she had climbed Mount Rushmore at night because she knows you're not allowed to do it. So that's in the daytime. So she says she She climbed it in the dark. She didn't want to get caught, so she did it at night because you're not allowed to do it at all. Isn't it closed at night? Uh, Yeah, but they got in it. Well, listen, there's a little more to this. Okay, let's hear it. So Molly Venderly was arrested and charged Sunday evening with three federal misdemeanors, climbing Mount Rushmore, trespassing after hours. So you're not allowed to do that. Yeah, they lock it up at night. And being in an area closed to the public, she was fined uh, $1,250 after pleading guilty to the climbing charge. A report filed by a park ranger says that uh, Venderly is from Bloomington, Indiana. She's 20 years old. The park ranger's report uh, was monitoring security cameras uh, from Dispatch Center when he saw a flashlight moving along the Talus Slope, which is the pile of broken rocks at the base of the monument just under George Washington. The ranger jogged to the edge of the Talus Slope where he saw the climber had made it to the base of Washington. He had another security worker turn on spotlights to illuminate the memorial. While well, he shouted to Venderley that she needed to climb down, by this time she made it to the base of Washington's lapel. She's about two hundred feet above the ground. I don't want to. <laughs> um, she she said, "Okay, I'm coming down," or "Okay, I'm sorry." Uh, Vanderley identified herself. She was sober, cooperative, and uninjured, except for a scratch on her hand. I didn't uh, mean to do it. I'm a werewolf. She said that uh, she knew the park was closed and that she wasn't allowed to climb Mount Rushmore, which is why she did it at night. Don't they have like a,
3: a night nice security guard who goes up and down to the peak and down, just making
0: sure people aren't trespassing? Uh, I don't know, oh. but the, the ranger and Vanderley returned to the parking lot where she left her vehicle. Uh, despite multiple announcements earlier in the day saying that the park and the garage were closed, Venderly texted two friends who arrived with their camping gear. All three were under 21, but they did find a bottle of champagne and uh-huh. with them. But they weren't drunk. Okay, uh, I think they were going to do it after she climbed. So, so S- was it her goal to literally to ascend to the summit? I don't know. Okay, but here's here's what I think funny, and you're talking about the park being closed. Yeah. Both of the rangers, while well, they they had these people detained had to leave because they received an urgent call for service regarding three vehicles doing high-speed donuts <laughs> <laughs> what? Or, or hitting or about to hit each other in an outdoor parking lot Within the park boundaries, Steve, there's a lot going on at night at, 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 uh, at Mount Rushmore. I had no idea. That it's like a party. Yes, it's like a Walmart parking lot. So the second ranger told the two friends, Sir Edmund
3: Hillary wouldn't approve
0: that they would receive tickets in the mail, and they they left them. Wow! Uh, b- uh, before both rangers responded to the you know the vehicles doing donuts at Mount Whee! Rushmore. Venderly was later taken to the county jail and her car was towed and she was arrested and the whole deal. So she had to pay the fine. And there you go. That's what we have in the bizarre file.
1: Guess <laughs> what I get
0: to do. Sounds like fun, right? <laughs> All right. So we're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a second and we will get into the trash and music news. And we'll also have a lesson question about today's
6: show. So don't go far. We'll be right back. Preston and Steve, you can see them too. Check out the weekly rush on Xfinity on demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly.
8: Ow.
6: Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Long boo, do you? Long <laughs> boo for me, man. Happy New Year.
7: Thank you. Uh, 93.3. <laughs>
1: Welcome to the Rocky Radio.
0: Oh no! I
1: love you. I love you too. I love you. I love you. Sometimes you know it's Rocky Balboa. Daisy, Daisy loves you.
0: Coming out of the songs is is the only time I get to be like a DJ, like I like I started in the business, right? So. So every now and then I, I I try to do different approaches. I'll either come in strong with a big ninety three three WMMR, you know. Oh, yeah. or other times ninety three three wmmr you know. You, you have different yeah. different entrances, and I was going for the lower key one because
4: it was fading out. Yeah, you know, you're, yeah, matching the pantomime. Oh, you yeah. day. I love you, baby. Yeah,
1: but what you call bunk rag.
0: It just didn't work. <laughs>
1: oh, oh, just. You're or...
8: better
0: than that! <laughs> you're right. Where are you, Rockwell? <laughs> you're know. better than that! Yeah. Uh, Balboa,
3: I'm not the broadcasting school. <laughs> but unlike. <laughs> Let me listen to your air check. You're
4: better than yeah. that! <laughs> Connecticut <laughs> School of <laughs> <laughs> Broadcasting. Yeah. yeah. But unlike if you were doing just a regular shift by yourself. Right you would have had to have eaten that and just pretended like nothing had Hell happened yeah, yeah, yeah. and moved I
0: along didn't, i didn't have At you least guys you're here to help yeah as pierre would say to pile on <laughs> I think we made it better you did you did he made it much better all right so i'm going to do the <laughs> I'm do today's lesson question give away a 50 bone fish grill gift card if you can give me the answer to this question, why does Doctor Dre get preferential treatment? Two one five two six three wmmr from our six o'clock hour. He had uh, he had a stroke or something along those lines. Put him in the ICU. Yeah, an aneurysm. A, a brain yeah. bleed. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was an aneurysm.
2: Did you see the article I just sent you? No. So while he was in the hospital, his home was vandalized. Oh, oh knock it on. They said they
3: People do tra- look for that. Yeah. They, were yeah. they do.
2: Yeah.
0: Wow. All right, why does Dr. Dre get preferential treatment? 215-263-WMMR. Uh, let's do the trash.
1: <laughs> the trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right,
0: let's see what we got this morning. Steve, what's going on?
1: Well, get this.
0: Tom Brady and wife Giselle Bundchen just
3: closed on selling their luxury apartment in New York City for $37 million. Brady says that while that money sound like a crazy amount of money, he wants to explain that the couple had just resurfaced their rooftop chariot track.
8: Oh. Hey!
3: James Corden reportedly did more to help Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles find love than just lend them his Palm Springs home. Corden was also able to throw the paparazzi off the couple's trail by planting a story that neighbor Betty White was sex trafficking. Whoa. Hey, and finally, 87-year-old Larry King has been moved out of the ICU and is having no problem breathing on his own while he deals with COVID-19. King says the medical attention he's getting is much more advanced than he received when he first contracted COVID Roman numerals. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: that's your Hollywood track. All right, let's uh, see if you can get the answer correct to this question. Why does Dr. Dre get preferential treatment? 215-263-WMMR, the number. And I will go to Will and see if he can get it right. Hey, Will, good morning. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Will, Railers. why why does uh Dr. Dre get preferential treatment? Because he's a doctor. He's a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> Hang on, Will, we're gonna get your information. <laughs> now, while I'm telling Will what he wants what he got, I'm I need to mention this. We have a secret text word today. Yeah. About it all morning. I talked about it all morning. Yeah. This is the first time I've talked about it. <laughs> I forgot. Text the word secret to 39333. Because in just a moment, we're going to get a winner. So you you got to enter now. Text the word secret to 39333. Okay. So Will is getting a blue. No, he's getting a Bonefish Grill gift card worth $50. And you can start the new year right with uh, wood grill specialties from Bonefish Grill, like the crave-worthy risotto del mar with jumbo shrimp and lobster sherry cream sauce. For only $17.90, order carryout online at bonefishgrill.com, delivery from DoorDash and Uber Eats, or dine in whenever you
1: are ready. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah! uh yeah! yeah! yeah!
8: no. All
0: right, uh, we'll start with this. Grammys have officially been postponed. Uh, they're going to move them till March 14th. Sunday, March 14th, yes. I had something planned. Uh, The Recording Academy released a joint statement along with CBS on Tuesday, announcing that uh, after thoughtful conversations with health experts, our hosts and artists scheduled to appear... Uh, the show will no longer take place on January 31st due to concerns related to the coronavirus pandemic.
3: All right. More importantly, when are the SAG Awards? Are they going to happen this year? Ooh, they will matter. happen. They will happen. Uh, and they, certainly nothing can impact our getting of our free movies, uh, which is part of the deal. It's the only reason we're in the union is that we get screeners. Uh, but uh, I, I'm surprised that they're not having the Grammys when you do have a Dr. Dre at the ready who could take care of anyone who could everybody. Yeah.
2: Have there been enough new Movies for the SAG Awards to happen?
3: That's a good question. I know that the, the, the big contender right now is the Croods 2. <laughs> it's going to be the same day as the Grammys,
0: March, well, March 14th, 2021. SAG does awards for uh, streaming, a lot of movies streaming too. Does, yeah. Yeah. Yes, they have. In fact, the, it's, Oscars, it's, it's, the Oscars require a theatrical release, right? Right.
3: No, you're talking, in fact, you also sold TV shows, yep. oh, okay. streaming shows. So you remember, like, in some years, Kathy will get the collection of, like, An entire run of shows. an entire
2: series, yeah. Actually,
0: most of the time now these days, it's stuff we've already seen. Yeah. Uh, So they are moving it. Uh, According to Rolling Stone, Trevor Noah will remain the host of the event, but it is going to be on uh, Sunday, March 14th. This is an interesting idea. Mike Shinoda is feeling generous with his time and talent in 2021. He's turned to social media to post a video in which he explains his plans to seek out some new talent among his Twitch followers and produce their music, huh. uh, he said. I want to do something different with my socials and my Twitch channel for 2021. So today, we kind of came up with this, uh, uh, this with this in the chat. There we go uh, in the chat on Twitch. Huh? Uh, I want to find vocalists and songwriters who are out there that maybe don't have access to good producers or knowledge yet about how to produce a track. I want to find you and take your vocal and your song. And I'll produce it live on Twitch That'd and I'll try awesome. to do that as, as often as I can. That's a really cool thing. Uh he captioned the video. I have an audio track we could send over to him.
8: Okay. Wouldn't you think my Ooh. collection's complete?
0: <laughs> it's raw vocals. <laughs> it's raw vocals. Hour. We yeah. send it to uh, where Mike Shinoda. Run. Yep. You they
8: run. You could. Where they
0: and he will probably say...
8: You're better than that!
0: <laughs> uh, so, uh, he said, for 2021, I wanted to find a way to give back to my amazing community online. I'm looking for vocalists, rappers, and songwriters who need to get help uh, and get to the next level. And if I find something great, I'll produce a track. Live on my Twitch channel, there's no formal contest, just an intention. Is he producing street poets as well? Because that's my thing. That I don't know. Okay. According to Shinoda, there are... Uh, one, uh, I'm not doing vocals. Two... I'd like the artist to only contribute vocals and one instrument. Nothing filled out, just the song. And three, no backseat producing. The track the track has to be in my hands until I feel like I'm done. If you want to participate, go talk uh, to the fans on twitch.tv huh? slash official Mike Shinoda. So no takebacks, no backseats. Is that what he said? Uh, you can't triple stamp a double stamp. <laughs> yep. Everybody
3: knows
0: that. Uh, Courtney Love has called her 2004 album America's Sweetheart One of her life's great shames. Nick, can you pull up the track listing? Because I've forgotten what is on that album. America's (laughs) America's Sweetheart. I miss that. Uh, She posted a photo on her Instagram of a car in Australia that featured a paint job mirroring the cover art of the album. And she captioned it with this, saying, Maybe one day I won't hate that record. It has some good songs, but like Steve Coogan or Crack... It's one of my life's great shames. Remember, she dated Steve she Coogan.
3: She did, and, and I was reading the the whole thing, and she doesn't elaborate. I don't know what – did she – did you find
0: anything more about what she regrets so much about Steve Coogan? I don't know. I remember I know both, Steve
3: Coogan was – they were both
0: drug drug addicts, yeah. yeah. yeah so uh, she said, just the period, the sloppiness, men, money, drugs, nightmare, although Chateau Miraval, uh, where we made it, doesn't suck. I'm um, looking at the track listing. I don't know any of those songs. No, no need to no. do I. Uh-uh. Linda Perry co-wrote a lot of them with her. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm scanning this uh, track listing. So, yeah, she's right. It sucked. All right. <laughs> uh, Dave Grohl. Not that me knowing the songs on there would make it a good album, but for me it would. Yeah, I'm okay. Got... I'm Dave Grohl and Foo Fighters have been uh, tapped to edit the new issue of Classic Rock Magazine on sale now. The February issue includes Pieces on the Police, Van Halen, Rainbow, Susie and the Banshees, Greta Van Fleet, AC/DC, Bob Mold, the Walker Brothers, Cadillac 3, Blackberry Smoke, and more. Huh. Um, so they're excited about doing they,
3: that. They're, so they're guest editing the online? Uh, yeah, I assume it is the, the right. online, yes. Yeah, so okay. they're going to do
0: the editing, which I'm not sure exactly what all that involves, if you're, if you're stepping in and just saying yes and no and... Um, whatever, but maybe, they, yeah, maybe almost like a, a magic A ball, kind of like that, right? Yeah, Outlook is good. <laughs> uh, your, of the, your editorial,
3: you keep saying Outlook is good. What does that mean?
0: One of the most respected qualities about Dave Grohl and the rest of the gang is their unwavering, true believer love of all things rock. And Dave said a while back that the band loves to play cover songs whenever and as often as they can. He said, honestly. We're like the highest-paid cover band of the world. Whether it's "Schools Out," "Cinnamon Girl," "Under Pressure," "Stay with Me," "Let There Be Rock," Tom Sawyer, Detroit City. He's said like, man. We've got this big long list. So they love doing it. So they're 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 the proper people to do. <sighs> they're rock stars who are rock fans. Exactly.
3: So and I I like it that.
0: Steve, you had something. A couple I, I, things. I don't have my. Um... I wasn't able to print up well, stuff. So I there's actually
3: something from yesterday. You brought up Eddie Van Halen, and then Valerie Bertinelli was on the Today Show. Do we have that case? We do. Uh, talking up, you know, just talking about Eddie and getting emotional about the holidays. If we have that clip,
2: mm-hmm. yeah, it's been
9: it's been it's been rough. Um, very bittersweet. Uh, we're doing okay. We spent the holidays
2: together. I'll see him later today. We've been spending a lot of time together.
0: Wolfgang. Aww. yeah.
2: <laughs> mm. Oh, yeah. It's um, it's it's hard.
0: She had said that she will, and there was a story that I had yesterday. I don't know if I got to it on the air or not. That she will, she a couple of times she has attempted to text. Eddie right, she out, forgets out of habit. Yeah, and, uh, th-
3: th- so that's how close they remained. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's very it's very sad. If you're talking about the uh, the audio from today, Preston, it was uh, Paul Stanley addressing. Yes. He's uh, saying, uh, "Yeah, this is the final run for Kiss. They're done." Yeah, so he has uh, the first clip. He's saying uh, that. Be sure this is the final run for KISS.
5: When something comes to an end, people have a tendency to say, oh, I, if I had only known. Well, now people know. And and for the people who are seeing us for the first time, you have a lot of people going, gee, I wish I'd joined the party earlier.
3: And in the second clip, he talks about why, uh, you know, as they get up in years, it's, uh, it's really the time to quit now. We're really at the top of our game right now.
5: And that really seemed the right time to maybe take a victory lap. And and look, if we were wearing T-shirts and jeans, we could play into our 90s, but we're wearing 40 plus pounds of gear Mm -hmm. and running around like an Olympic marathon. So it's just not possible to continue doing this the way we do it
3: you
0: got to hang it up sometimes man and that's uh that's where they
3: are it would be kind of fun to see them sort of shift to like an acoustic you know guitars but in the full makeup so that they're not running around (laughs) but they're just sitting
0: yeah yeah uh by the way gene simmons believes that the days of iconic and cross-generational rock bands are in the past uh the kiss co-founder spoke to gulf news and was asked if he thinks uh, some bands will be considered iconic in 30 years and said, I doubt it. He said, because the singularity that was the Beatles is the band that wrote their songs, arranged it themselves, produced it themselves, mostly played all their own instruments. No backing tracks, no digital enhancement, no vocal correctness. Yeah, not going to happen again. He said, you know, most modern artists rely on so much on technology. Uh, he went on to say, and he pre- prefaces, he's he's got some points here that, that I think really hit the mark hear me out but (laughs) give me a second he said rock is dead but but understand what i'm saying he said i'll
3: I'll turn it over to preston to illuminate
0: he said and that's because new bands haven't taken the time to create glamour excitement and epic stuff he said i mean foo fighters is a terrific band but that's a 20 year old band so you can't so you can go back to 1958 until 1988 that's 30 years during that time we had Elvis, we had the Beatles, Jimi Hendrix, Rolling Stones, and on and on. In disco, you had Madonna, and then you had your hard rock, you had ACDC, maybe us, maybe a few others, Motown, all the great music. from Lil Yachty. Eight, he said from 88 until today, that's more than 30 years. Tell me who the new Beatles are. You can't. There are There are popular bands, like BTS is very popular, he said. All kinds of bands are very popular. That doesn't mean iconic and legacy and there for all time. It's different. In regards to modern music, Simmons said, You may not be able to recognize the artist if they record themselves singing in the shower. You'd be shocked. And none of the rappers play instruments, don't write songs. They write words, but chords, melodies, harmonies, and stuff. It doesn't mean that rap isn't important. It's very important. But it ain't the Beatles. Despite his sometimes harsh opinions, Gene does uh, remain a major music fan, though. He said, I love all the pop artists. I think Billie Eilish is fantastic. She's interesting because she and her brother actually write the material and are unique to themselves. Lady Gaga is fantastic in the female category. She writes her own material. She can sing like nobody's business. But she actually is a musician, writes her own songs, plays piano. She can actually do that. There's a point
3: I think he's making. and I don't think... People might automatically default to say he's being overly uh, hyperbolic, but there is a point I think to what he's saying. It doesn't mean they're not great, but who comes to mind when he's talking, like as he's saying, who is the Ike? I mean, I, I could see Bono and you two um, in that status, but right. who, who of the of the and as he says, doesn't mean they're not great and right. can't fill uh, you know arenas and stuff like that. But but who sits at that hallowed position?
0: Yeah. But, I mean, and also some of it you can poke some holes in. Like he mentions the Motown stuff, obviously amazing, wonderful, incredible songs. But not all of those people wrote all their songs. Man, Smokey Robinson wrote a lot of those songs. A ton of them, and a lot of them sucked. Well, no, but for, for other artists who had huge, huge hits with them, but they didn't necessarily write those songs. And they were sharing material, and they weren't all... You know, able instrumentalists as well. I, I'm sorry, I, I got a hold of some bad chicken. Okay, sorry, I understand. <laughs> but anyhow, the rest of the world, he said, reacts to a lot of pop divas. Although mostly they don't write their own songs and can't play an instrument. And by the way, that's okay too. It doesn't matter what you like. But he's saying they're not the Beatles. He's saying there's not that 50 years from now band that he believes that will still be huge. That is. That is a current band today. I mean, like Metallica is going to be big for a long, long, long time, and their stuff will be around. But they're an older band now. now let, me, let me give you this so. scenario. Okay,
3: okay. <laughs> you're at your daughter's recital, and as you're going, in, you notice there's a chip in your windshield. Okay, how do you get it replaced? <laughs> <laughs> is it Safe Light? Exactly. Yes. Okay. Safe Light repair. Safe Light replace.
1: Oh my God. <laughs>
0: Why are we talking about this? Why are we going I to my daughter's know. dance recital? <laughs> it Is that in one of our commercials? Uh, yes. Okay. okay. Absolutely. But it, it rung true with me.
3: <laughs> <It's> very relatable.
0: <laughs> and by the time you come out, it's done. It's fixed. It's replaced. People have daughters. They've got their recitals. They're things. They're, they're like demanding life. Yeah. They're driving cars. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's it. That's all I have in music.
3: If they don't advertise with us, eventually, yes. there, there's no justice in the world.
0: By the way, Gene Simmons, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you oh, for And you you let's no, sure. now return to my spaceship. All right. We are going to get a winner for secret text word. And Kathy, I need you to give me a number caller, please. 13. All right. Caller 13-215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the secret text word when we come back. And we'll also grab
1: a random texture and give one away that way as well. We'll be right back. 933 33 wmmr has been to some strange places. And now we're at Radio.com. Come visit. On a Wednesday, about ready to uh, wrap things up,
0: but uh, we do have some orders of business to handle, so we'll do the first thing, and that is to give away our secret text word prize. We're looking for caller number 13. We got him. It's Bill. Hey, Bill, how you doing? Good. How you doing? Wonderful. Bill, what is our secret text word today? Bajmir. Bajmir. Yeah. Yeah. You got it. Hang on, Bill. We're gonna give you a digital download of the film Tenant. And don't forget, Bajmir backwards is we still have that? Yeah, I, I probably I don't know why I didn't have that
4: ready
0: to go. Uh, so we are gonna set up also our uh, secret text word uh, random text word, and that's Ron Smith from Westchester. Yeah. Rame job. That sorry. Rain. Little little louder. Please, one more time. Dream job. Uh, he
1: had vodka
0: as dream job. Rame job. Rain
3: job. Which sounds like someone saying it while doing it.
0: Dream uh, job. Uh, what, what are you doing over there? Dream job.
6: Uh, job. <laughs> Couldn't take a shower. <laughs> awesome. Dream <Rain>
1: job. <laughs> <laughs>
6: Just got done giving up. dream job. job. <laughs> <That's> very unpleasant.
1: <laughs>
0: Ron Smith, congratulations! We're going to give you ten. Uh, I want to thank our guests for being on the show today. Uh, Terrell Owens was yes! on. Yes, he was a great conversation. He was really good. It was a pleasure to talk to him. And I, I, I listen,
3: someone who gives answers, and thoughtful answers back is cool. And I, 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 honestly.
0: The wine prospect looks pretty interesting. I was expecting 10 minutes with him. Yeah. We did a half hour at least. Yeah. Yeah. At least. Um, So, yeah, he's got a wine. It is called 81, and you can get it at 81vino.com. Thank you to Bobby Moynihan. Yes. Uh, His show is called Mr. Mayor, and it stars Ted Danson and Holly Hunter and him, and it premieres tomorrow at 8 p.m. From Tina Fey. NBC 10, and also Brad Rutter. Yes. One of the greatest of all time in the world of Jeopardy, and he's on a uh, game show called The Chase, which is going to be debuting tomorrow night, 9 p.m., and that is on 6ABC. Pierre Robert is here. How are you today, sir? Fine, thank you. Excellent. Did you say Terrell or Terrell? Terrell. I had been saying Terrell. Uh, and it rhymes with sterile. But it's Terrell is yeah, how teril. he pronounces yeah. it. Okay. So well, there um, it is. But there it is, exactly. I was told that. Make sure you say it correctly. Oh, okay. I said it correctly during Good. the whole interview. Didn't mess oh, up. What's the name mean Right.
9: That would have been, I definitely would have messed that up. Yeah.
0: Um, how about the letter of the day? You can get that right.
1: I think I can. All right, let's try it. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter.
0: The Preston and Steve Show is brought to you today by the letter. S as in sinister. All right, S. And we will give away on Friday a JBL Party Box 100, which is a powerful, portable Bluetooth party speaker with a dynamic light show. It is a basically $350 uh, equivalent. Um, and it's coming in tomorrow, by the way. Wait, what's today? The 6, yes. Tomorrow, uh, it's TBS's Burt Kreischer as he hosts Go Big Show, the most extreme talent competition ever with celebrity judges Snoop Dogg, Rosario Dawson, Jennifer Nettles, and Cody Rhodes. You can enter the Go Big or Go Home sweepstakes at tbs.com slash go big sweepstakes. I'm sorry. Uh, it's uh, tbs. dot com slash go big sweeps uh, for your chance to win a Ford F two fifty. Wow! Uh, tune into Go Big Show tomorrow night, and that is at nine o'clock. And uh, Pierre Robert, how are you? <laughs> is heard uh, it ask you that.
9: Is Bert going to be on your program talking about this program? <laughs> we had him in
3: advance of it, okay. and uh, this the <laughs> honestly looks really impressive. Huh. So take your your talent shows, your TV talent shows. But take it to extreme levels, and that's what they did. So they did it all in sort of like a COVID thing, where they had they were getting tested constantly. The judges, wow. and they had uh, it's like a huge, almost like a tractor pull arena, right? Because a lot of stuff they're pulling off is is uh, super large. They had that guy who's in the wheelchair, I think, who uh, Preston wheels, yeah, from the uh, the um, Nitro Circus. Circus. He was okay. there, and and the stuff they're doing is insane. They have this one woman who who is like picking up like six people at once, and it's pretty incredible.
9: Yeah, and does he take his uh clothes off? For it, Bert? <laughs> Bert? You know,
3: I, I haven't seen him do that. It's okay. positive, it's that is a Bert thing to do,
1: yeah.
9: Oh, well, there it is, very yeah. much so. Um, uh,
0: what's happening on the program?
9: Thank you. Uh, we'll be getting into Workforce blocks of Petty, Tom Petty, and Ghost, and Peter Gabriel. And it is Wednesday, it is indeed oh. okay. <laughs> Uh, I want to thank okay. all your day updates. Yeah. Oh well, and the um, yeah, I just I wanted to inform you of that, uh. and it also helped me. Ah, okay. Um, uh, last night was the last uh, election thing. Um, I and the only thing I wanted to mention about elections is I, I wanted to flash back to the presidential election, and we got um, a lot of listeners didn't like the fact that we had um, political ads on, and they were for one side. But I was talking with our sales manager, Bill Burns, and he said, we're required to take all um, national political ads. We are. Um, So uh, even though no one likes them, including us. Uh, we uh were required to take them, so if you were wondering and and mr trump 's campaign didn 't advertise with us mr biden 's campaign did, although mr trump 's campaign was welcome to, but they didn't so that 's why we did
0: yeah there's certain rules and also if you if you have one candidate on for an interview you 're required by law to offer equal time to their to the opposition yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. So there's, there's certain rules that are involved when it comes to uh, political advertising and, and media. And stuff Can you imagine like the fatigue that they were feeling in Georgia? I was
5: just thinking that. I mean, oh, the TV God. ads, the radio spots over yeah. there. Because all of last year and then since
3: election until last night with right. all the spots that, that I'm sure had been airing but Nick, there. But, Nick, take great comfort in that it's conclusively wrapped up and yes. there'll be no
4: more. <laughs> right. yes. Well, listen, in, in a year of a pandemic, uh, those, those ad dollars were... Uh,
0: Kept us going. Kept us going. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's commerce. Keep yep. that in mind. There you go. All right. Thank you, There's Pierre. always a happy apple. And I want to thank our... A happy apple. I want to thank our <laughs> sponsors, uh, people like Duncan. Uh, the show is brought to you today. The official coffee of the President's Day Show. Also brought to you by Acme Markets, Fresh Foods, Local Flavors, and NJM Insurance Group. You can visit NJM.com for a free quote today. Uh, tomorrow on the program, we're just hanging out. We'll have a good time. We will remind you about... The fact that we're going to do MMR's No Sad dough $500 cash contest. It will start on Friday. But you can get into the details at WMR.com. That's it. We are done. Ray John, have a great day, and we will see you tomorrow. The Breston and Steve love you. You can't be bothered to pick up
4: after your pets in public spaces. You don't deserve to own a pet. Put them up
0: for adoption. There are plenty of responsible pet owners willing to take them in.
7: Next message. I love you guys. We listen to you every day. Love you guys. Next message. God damn it, I'm so hungover. But here comes the sun.
8: Here comes the sun. And I say, you.